Robert Strunk, and with me as always is uh, Piss himself, uh, Andrew. Hello, how are you? Hello, Piss hello, 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 Tico. Uh, hello, hello. We're just doing. We're just, you, no, no, you have to be Pico. Pico. There we yeah, go. Pico, there, we go. there we go. Yeah, here's a very good joke that we talked about before recording. Uh, definitely did not spring into my mind in this instant. I'm already it's like you absolutely it. cannot be Aco. That is like no. that's that's rude and and bad. Um, yeah. We're gonna have to talk about the naming convention because I loved it. Um, yes, uh, Pico is here, and we also have uh, a, a special guest. Um, would you like to introduce our special guest? Uh, my my. <laughs> You never get to introduce anyone. I just want to true, give you the opportunity. True. No, hello, my friend Emily uh, at Space Queen Emily on Twitter is here. The person who's probably watched Project Echo more than anyone who hasn't worked on the show outside of Japan. Uh, it, it could be. Uh, yeah, Emily, who has worn through her discotheque Blu-ray because she has watched it so much and now has to get a second one. Please. It came yesterday in the mail. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. Okay, there we go. Yeah, so... Uh, Emily, what's 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 your deal with Project Echo and anime in general? T- tell us about yourself. Well, uh, my my anime uh, in general, I, I got started as many did watching, you know, Pokemon and Sailor Moon and Dragon Ball on Channel Seven in the mornings, yeah, and and we watched Tsunami Dragon- from there. Yeah, and we watched Dragon Ball about two days ago now, so still going strong. Absolutely. And, Wait, did you uh, watch Dragon Ball or Dragon Ball Z? Uh, like, we, you... we, we, we watched Dragon Ball Z World's Strongest, an incredible, nice. an incredible movie film. One Very of the best of all time. Yeah. But, yeah. But, uh, and, and, and that sprung on to, you know, Toonami and keeping up with all, all the kind of stuff that Cartoon Network would show. And, uh, and then, you know, as I got older, I checked out more stuff. When I became a teen, I started checking out the subtitled fan sub kind of stuff mm-hmm. and it all kind of snowballed from there and now i have a huge collection of niche ovas under my belt can you tell us a few of the niche ovas you've watched recently that you like the most oh absolutely so probably the one that sticks in my mind the most as being the most memorable is this obscure one no one's ever heard about called dell power x which dell is power x is so cool you would ostensibly think from the cover that it is uh, like, you know, one of those little mecha animes. It's not. The robot's a vehicle for wrestling. It's all wrestling. Oh, it's just, oh, yeah, yeah, it's just, yeah. hey, we, we, we need an excuse to have like the cute schoolgirl do wrestling and hey, it works. And there are these two like e- very evil women who get like 90 seconds of screen time before getting, you know, completely yelled at by their boss. But they're great. Um, it's it's fantastic. But, okay. uh, very fun, very fun. Yeah. Uh, another one I watched recently that I quite enjoyed was Detatoko Princess, which is just about a dumbass elf girl who likes pudding and can cast magic. It's got that very Slayers kind of fantasy slapstick thing going on. And also has like 20 fucking like very important to the history of the medium people working on it, right? Like, yeah, in- it's got like Satoshi Kon and Yasuhiro Imagawa on an episode, <laughs> oh, which is yeah. fucking wild. And keep uh, in mind, this is a show where like the rival character is this like, you know, barely clothed evil magician girl who collects little sisters in Pokeballs and has them fight for her to collect more little sisters because she's got a thing for them. Dedicated to fathers and sons everywhere, you know. Yeah, that well, that's as, you know, as what, intended. 
I got like has extreme OVA energy, and I absolutely appreciate that. But uh, you you also recently watched uh, Trevor. A good a good thing to keep in mind, or I guess less Trevor, more Emily. Uh, I'll never keep anything. Yeah, in well, mind. just because you haven't seen uh, the legendary production known as Call Me Tonight, but Call Me Tonight and Echo came out uh, literally weeks apart. Um, oh so, hell yeah, I didn't know that. Uh, yeah, Call Me. I, well, I found that in just looking it up for the show. So Call Me Tonight is a woman. Or um, I, you've watched it more recently than I have, so correct me if I get anything wrong. But woman runs like a phone advice line, and then one guy is just like, whenever I uh, jerk off, uh, bad shit happens, and then she finds out it's because whenever he gets a boner, he turns into a, like a hell demon creature thing. Oh, okay. But is that is that about it? I, I would say it's equal halves phone advice and phone sex, but it's like uh, yeah, it's yes, a weird okay, conglomerate yeah. thing because she runs it, but she's like a fucking high schooler. Yeah, I mean, listen, mid the mid '80s, baby. Uh, yeah, so so yeah, so 1986. Also, 1986 in general, just a hell of a year. Looking looking back, uh, like that's when original Dragon Ball came out. Uh, Castle in the Sky, Saint Seiya started, like uh, Double Zeta, MD Geist. You know, legends, legends the greatest of, the game. of yeah. all time. Yeah, I believe um, MD Geist has come up almost every time we've talked about a series. Oh, because Trevor, you go, there's only there's only so much I can't I can't bring up, you know, wind named amnesia uh, every every time, you know, but, um, you know, <laughs> I'm just always thinking about the big computer. You know that about me. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, is there is there anything you, Trevor? What's what I got? I was had oh. surgery and have been on like pain meds and then only and now that like I'm not on pain meds, just been playing Elden Ring the past week and a half. What have what has been going on in your life worth talking about? <laughs> Um, well, I haven't played as much Elden Ring as I'd like to, uh, but I've been playing that. I've been playing Endwalker, everyone's favorite um, expansion to the fa famous Final Fantasy XIV MMO, um, which I've been very much enjoying, actually. Um, Again, I... I, I really, I, re I really love that you are, you know, just the, the, everyone makes fun of like all the teenagers and like, you know, <laughs> trans women who only play Genshin Impact and Final Fantasy 14. And you are living proof. It's like, no, that's like a stereotype, you know, just kind of, you know, just white guys in uh, suburban Pennsylvania are yeah, games I'm, as well. I'm the cis dad who plays those games. Yeah. And I just show up, I'm like, hello, my friends. <laughs> yeah. It's like, hey, here's what my daughter's up to uh, anyway. <laughs> Yeah, I get to like I I feel like that was me. I felt that most keenly when I was on uh when Jocelyn, a uh, friend of the podcast Jocelyn at Ghoul Dushot, uh has a uh has like a guild where they put on um they put on like musicals like using the instruments in in 14. Um and she invited me to the dress rehearsal of their uh Nutcracker suite so I could like cover it for the for the podcast and uh mm -hmm. it rocked, but also it was extremely funny because I was like I'm it's like I shouldn't be here. Like I feel like I'm intruding. Listen, you are you are questioning the dominant narrative about. I'm doing my you know, best. Final I'm doing my best. 14. There we go. Um, but yeah, no Elden Ring. Elden Ring a little bit. I'm I'm still in that phase where I'm not sure. I, I feel like everyone's uh, you know at the beginning of the game has been this way. I know you were. I saw in a in Discord or something um, that I don't know how much I'm like a fan of it yet i i like it but i'm sure i'll learn i'll grow to really be into it so as like again every single person seems to get there too yeah i mean um, i i don't know i'm still i still wish this wasn't an open world game but the open world also lets me dick around with friends more and then it kind of becomes yeah. dragon's dogma so you know that's pretty great um i think the you know the it was um 
it was Dia who was saying, like, I I asked her, like, hey, like, how do you rank this? Um, like, you know, just to just to kind of like be a jerk about it. Um, and she she just she she said, well, I, I like it better than three, um, but I like one and two. Um, I like one and two better. Uh, I was there like, okay, that's not that's not like that's not a uh, <laughs> that's not a, a a take that everyone's going to have. But I think it's probably going to be where I end up as well. There we go. Um, <laughs> You're like, thank you. I'm I'm don't need to think about this anymore. I can. I just really know. like I play watching two played through again is just like. I really like it. A lot. It's a great. It's a great. And honestly, so two, is a, two is a great uh, way, way to be thinking about this game because there are a bunch of bullshit one use only keys that you have to yes. collect in this one as well. Yes. More <laughs> fragrant branches. Oh, get yeah, me, baby. Get I, me some lock stones. Oh, yeah. But um, but yeah, that's good. Um, and as uh, anything else? else, I have uh, vampire survivors have been like toying with a little bit. I'm excited I, about that. The, yeah. the, the new maps fucked up. It's the oh, first time. Okay. I forgot. Done that. I forgot what it's like to die in these in vampire survivors for a while. So that's good. Um, um, but yeah, I've, I've also already got every new achievement. So it's like, okay, putting this back on the shelf until there's more to do. Um, um, and, and the other, that, the other video game thing I've been trying to do is, uh, legally acquire, uh, all the DS games and definitely in a good and, uh, thorough way, not related to archive.org. Yeah. And I was going to say, it's like, you just used archive.org, right? Like they have everything. <laughs> just <laughs> getting really worried about yeah. Trevor. They, yeah. Like, no, no. Darkhive.org had a, they just had Shin Godzilla. Like the subs on it weren't great. Like a lot of just like straight up like gram, grammatical errors, but they just had Shin Godzilla up and you can, you know, once that you have got that, you can load in like the good subs. So it's, you know, a great service for all of us. Um, Did, uh, were the, were the subs as good as the dubs on the CD-ROM uh, that we lost, unfortunately for Project ACO? I'm so, I'm, okay, yeah. So, tre- so before before we get into Echo, so Trevor, what you uh, so yeah, so we saw Project Echo in itself, and then I saw some of Emily. You've seen all of the extras for it, right? All of the pretty much everything except okay, yeah. for like the picture in picture storyboard thing. Yeah, I'm gonna okay. go back and watch all the extras because I'm completely like in the tank for this movie. Yeah, now. well, yeah. So yeah, Trevor has seen uh, the music. Did you watch the motion comic one or no? No. Um, Okay, so yeah, okay, so yeah, so so Trevor's there the the uh, discotech DVD again, um, the one the one sponsor we will accept for this show besides you know sports betting, please um, please is they the have a ton of fucking awesome special features, but mainly like the one I like the most just because there's a bunch of fucking greasy Brooklyn men. Uh, who so great? The casual, the guy casually dropping like Giorgio Moroder, and is like, "Oh yeah, by the way, if you don't know, um, was like this is when he got his Oscar, you know all this." If you don't, like, yeah, I love what he was like. I worked with this guy who maybe you know him, Giorgio Moroder. I was like, "Yeah, fucking, maybe I know him." Their, like, their names are just Zito. Oh, it's, it's great, but yeah, so music I, on Project Echo, um, perfect. Also, another perfect line in that when they say when they move to LA and they say. Oh, 75 years, probably the the foot of snow back in New York. I think I want to be here a little longer. <laughs> also, like, also oh, that the is illusion the most that, L.A. guy ever. Also, the illusion that they, like, made L.A. a thing for musicians. Yes. Was like, <laughs> like God, listen, I love I love your energy, but God damn it. Um, I, we, we signed at the same time as Billy Joel's band, so a lot of exciting things were happening. Yeah, so we'll reference that. And since, Trevor, you are a gamer, we did have you watch the seven-minute-long uh, CD-ROM uh, clips for the 
very, very low, low effort, but beautiful because of that, uh, you know, Aiko oh. game. Utterly, God, the just CD like the ROM boom. What a time to be alive. <laughs> what a time. Yeah, no, like seeing the credit screen on it, and it's just like, man, what up? Remember when you could just get a Captain Crunch video game by sending in five box tops? No, I dude. remember when I got CD ROMs for buying Bionicle canisters. Yo, that, that Bionicle <laughs> game kind of, kind of good. It's kind of yeah, I respect that. Um, so oh, because because of the age difference, I have to ask. So like I'm I'm a little older, uh, so I might have hit. Yeah, you're 45. I'm I'm 87. Yeah. Um, no, I'm I'm 36. But the oh, that, that's actually true. But the the uh, sounds like another joke, but yeah. it's unfortunately true. Um, but uh, so like I'm gonna hit a different era of CD-ROM. Did you mm -hmm. both of you have to do those weird? Like, did you get CD-ROMs that were just like? you know, like filled with messed up DRM that you had to look into or like, you know, just like would or would not work based on your sound blaster cards. Was that like, was that still nope. in your wheelhouse? No, no. That sounds yeah, that sucked. Yeah, no, that's kind of like what the ACO CD-ROM boom was like for me okay. where like okay. you would get these things and it would be like, yeah, good luck. Like, yeah. you know, the most, most games would work if you had, the right sound card and that would usually be what uh made or made or break broke it um it like video cards are today so was the sound blaster in my day yeah like sound cards are like a thing that i've only learned about either in retrospect or like my <laughs> friends who work in music like miserable stuff are, are like Awful. oh yeah i have this sound card I'm like oh okay um but but uh but, yeah yeah so. no i i wish we had had the chance to play that game um it it did not capture any of the spirit of the Echo movie. Like, oh, I don't, I don't know. What are you uh, talking what? about? They traced some frames. <laughs> they tra yeah, like, you know, uh, Miyumi's like, I hate my student, Eiko, so fucking much. That's like her, like two thirds of her character. That is um, true. Her other third of the character is wondering why Seiko is crying so much. Yeah. Also, uh, we're just wearing a halter top to school, like to her, you know, to school. That's, you know, riding a moped and having all of the, your teenage, like, like, you know, students fawn over you. She's great. She's do you think we can, do you think we can, like, make a movement to make her everyone's, like, favorite, um, like sexy older lady instead of Masato because I feel like Masato is a little bit like overdone at this point. Can we like can we reclaim? Oh, that's her? a that's a, a that's a that's a bold statement, Trevor. I know. Well, that I, I don't saturation? know. Just, I'm just going there. I wanted to see what you uh, said. No, no. I think it's just because it's important to gatekeep Ayumi. Uh, <laughs> I think that's that's the that's where I fall down. On okay. This. Yeah. I mean, you can't it. beat Misato in that department because she has depression, and so many people want to fuck that. So many people want to fuck the concept of a depressed woman. <laughs> I mean, the, like, yeah, do you, you have 2,000 Twitter followers. I don't know what to tell you, Ali. Um, but, um, so, um, but yeah, no, Ayumi, Ayumi was great. But they do also have Ayumi just wearing, like, a, like clearly traced over from some other, like, PC game at the time, like, weird-fitting suit. Um, it's not her outfit at all, and her hair is, like, a different color. Yeah. It's, you know... I, I like that they explain that like this is an adventure game, so the plot branches, but not really, and we'll come back together. Um, yeah, I liked I liked the way they said that as sort of a threat. 
Like, yeah. no matter what choices you make, <laughs> these three plots will exist. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> also, so I don't know. Uh, I like that we're talking about these special features before the movie, but they're, well, you know, that's, that's the movie's that's more what important. We're doing. But, um, it, special features but are just funny. In the, in the music documentary, which is legitimately great, and also, like, you know, it's, it's all in English, so it's very, very casual watching. Um, the one of the like singers on it was like, I had no idea about the Comic Con. Like, you know, she voiced Jem um, in cartoons, which I don't love that. I don't entirely know what Jem is, but I know that's what? like a name. Oh, Jem's yeah. great. It's about this. Uh, it's basically just like a superhero who is a pop star. Here, I'll yeah. translate this. Jem and the Holograms is like Bubblegum Crisis, but without the boomer cyborgs. Okay, then what's okay? What's what's the point then? Um, you still they... get 80s ladies with big hair doing musical numbers. Okay, we're, okay, no, I see the vision. I see the vision. And my gem I, story that is didn't relevant they bring to this gem, pod. Didn't they try to do like a gem reboot? I feel yes. like I remember seeing people sad about that. Yeah, I don't think it worked. Okay. Um, was that the I, one with my, the failed live action movie? Or was that Josie and the Pussycats well, or something? Josie and the Pussycats had a bad live action movie. Yeah. Um, um Gem my, the... my gem story is uh, I watched Ichi the Killer in college, um, mm -hmm. and it, as uh, as we all do, it bumped it like it like disturbed me so much that we had to break into my roommate's gem box set to watch like to just like watch <laughs> something just to calm to calm me down because I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't like what I learned about myself via Ichi the Killer. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, all, good movie, a little little distressing, More, not what I was ready for. So gem gem helped me out there. Nice. But uh, that I, I I did Google it and uh, Gem and the Holograms uh, is the most vibrant uh, sci-fi movie on Netflix apparently. So <laughs> oh. I, I've already I've already closed the tab. Okay. Um, oh. Not looking looking more into that. But that's all I've. So Emily into. was right. There was another. Uh, but, there was a live action one there too. But yeah, uh, like that that everybody in the music documentary is just like an incredible hollywood like personality uh i like the woman who was just like oh when i went to japan i learned about caring for the elder like she just and like starts talking about like yep here's how long my dad and mom lived and you know i just hope to you know be like that one it's like okay this is a bit a bit dark but the other one is just like yeah i was the voice of gem i tried to go on star seek but they didn't have star seek kids yet so i couldn't um <laughs> I didn't know what Comic Con was, but now I love all you nerds. Uh, she's, you know, she's great. Um, yeah, she was really good. I, I also liked how the one lady, they were like, yeah, I, uh, she was like, I saw someone said they saw this documentary and I had big 80s hair. And I said, there's no way I had big 80s hair. And then I looked and I did. I was like, no. memory is so cool. Yeah. But uh, my favorite part is how it's all, um, you know all on a zoom call more or less yeah. and uh one of the one of the greasy producer guys had to scramble to find his aco vhs's to proudly display in the background of the shots oh the um right but like but not so prominent that you're you ever ever forget how many plaques he has oh, so many uh -huh. records yep oh, oh man so the, great they're fucking carbone and zito just in and when he's like yeah, I think uh, I think growing up in Brooklyn, having uh, my South uh, like if you didn't know, I have the, I have a South Italian heritage. It's like, but like I'm so happy that you still feel the need to tell me this like 25 <laughs> minutes into this documentary. Um, <laughs> Thank you, guy credited as Joey Carbone. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, with you know, still wearing uh, the chain and indoor sunglasses on the Zoom call. Oh my the god, Yankees, the Yankees hat. Yeah, yeah the Yankees prominently there. there. Not oh. Joseph or Richard, but still Joey, Joey. and Richie. <laughs> 
They're friends uh, from they're... the same block. They could never be anything but. It's, yeah. it's Richie and his guitar and Joey and his dirty tambourine. But yeah, you know, just just in case Aiko itself, you know, Aiko is a, it's a product of transnational solidarity. I think we can all, all agree on here. And it uh, shows a vital path forward for the left um, is my, my main takeaway. But what... Also, first of all, what is ACO and why is the fact that there is an ACO? Oh, well, we've talked about this before on, I think I remember us recording the day Discotech announced one that they were doing a project ACO, like up, like weird AI generate. Well, Emily, do you remember the name of like the program they were using to do like the upscale thing that they were trying to do? Um, not, not the name of the program, but they were like capturing, like it was a two part process because they were capturing like a super pure uh, image of like the laser disc with like six different copies with something called the D- the Domesday duplicator, and I just remembered the the software name for like the AI upscaling was Astro Res. Oh uh, yes, yes, thank you. Yeah, so I remember like we recorded a podcast then and talked about that, and then we recorded one the day that they found like. I forget, I forget the man's name, but some guy just like he asked for a different movie and the like original Echo print was just also there. Uh, and they're like, all right, bad news. We're canceling the upright. It's good news. We have the real thing. But yeah, Echo, um, I want to like, you know, like MD Geist and other legendary 80s productions, just one of those, uh, like just a great. One of those like early anime that got really, really big in the West. There's the, you know, manga UK dub uh, of, you know, Trevor, I've made you watch the the Devil Man and Geno Cyber clips from them. uh, Yes. All all the swear words involved. Um, I love Listen, I you can't get me to not watch Devil Man clip. I love I love getting my daily Gona guy. Yeah. But um. You should not tell that to strangers. You should not. Tell, you, should not you should not bring that up. How you often. get put on a list if you say that to strangers? Like, it's listen. Do I know that 1986 also has a violence Jack movie? Yes. Am I like? Should I bring that up to people? No. Um, but, um, but but uh, you know. Um, but yeah. So like, Echo. But it was a thing. It was like it's thought to be lost to time, and mm. every copy you could find online kind of just looked like shit. And then Discotech was like, now we have the print and here's just a 4K trailer you can watch on YouTube. And um, here here it is. And Emily, how many times did you watch Echo before um, the the Discotech release? And how many times have you watched it now? Before the the fancy Blu-ray, I had probably watched Echo three or four times. Mm -hmm. And now I would say I'm closer to like 15 Mm. I mean, less than two dozen is showing some restraint, right? Um, <laughs> but no, um, yeah, it, I, yeah, no, because uh, like it was a, always a thing of like I remember like being on various forums and stuff where it was treated as like ah this you know lost to time, you know look at this the so- it's about the sakuga you can't see because of how fucked this copy is, um, <laughs> and now it's just out. And for the price of either thirty or zero dollars, you can readily find it um, out there. And um, yeah, so yeah, now now I guess I will actually read the back of the box uh, description, and we can go over some of the uh, you know star-studded people who've worked on this. But uh, sixteen years have passed since a myst- uh, they say just an alien ship, which is you know a bit of a, a bit of a spoiler because it's thought to be a meteor. Uh, well. I think I think if you're if you're watching the beginning of the movie and you actually just think it's a meteor, I 
not sure how many. Oh, can I say this real quick before I forget? Yeah. It was cool that um, I finally got the reference from um, from Daily Lives of High School Boys, uh, the last episode where something hits their city and makes it into a crater. Yeah, like that yep. was clear. I didn't, but I hadn't seen Echo, so I didn't know that. Um, so that was cool to be able to say, I know where that came from now, but, um, there we go. Your, your Trevor Strunk family guy, funny moments. We're getting you there. We're getting you there. (laughs) But no, Um, yeah, I, I, I think, I feel like it was pretty much, it was fairly telegraphed that that was an alien ship, but I I could be wrong. It could have been a little surprising. Um, but yeah, basically like, you know, meteor crashes into unnamed, like we got to be very clear. Uh, Graviton's really not meant to reflect any actual city in Japan. Definitely not. Um, but Graviton's actually the name of, I think, the like mechanic work team that did this. So oh, I think they named that after them. That's, that's cool. That's cool. Um, but like 16 years later, now it's the high tech capital of the world, baby. And uh, Aiko has to save her friend uh, Seiko first from uh, one of the most, you know, unrepentant fem cells in uh, cinema history. And then from uh, Captain Harlock, uh, voiced by Char. Um, so, uh, it, and it's just 80 minutes of, of fun. So, uh, Emily, do you, do you want to, uh, I, I have a, st- like a staff list, but there, is there anyone you want to like highlight for their, you know, role on here? Um, I mean, this thing is star studded, like, yep. the, the key, like the key animators on this. I mean, there are so many good people. Like if, if you watch some of the behind the scenes stuff or, or the director's commentary, mm-hmm. it's basically just just um, them saying we're a bunch of guys in their early 20s who just got off of stuff like Do You Remember Love and Arusei Yatsura? And yeah. we've got time, money, and most importantly, the life force of youth to burn away making this expensive piece of shit. No, it- and... It's incredible. No, it's it, it it's it's on like a personal level. I've been like rewatching Neo Renga recently, and about a third of all of the jokes in that about how like man, the economy of Japan sucks. Like we don't have any money to do anything. Half of the shots are just like characters looking into the eyes and like yeah, the director is saying we don't have money anymore. So we, who knows what our next job is? Meanwhile, like Aiko just looks so fucking expensive. Oh my god, it's great. Um. But yeah, like uh, Nishijima, uh, Katsu, eh, Katsuhika Nishijima, the director, like he he worked on Yurasai Yatsura, Vampire Hunter D, uh, you know, Gunbuster Baby, gun, greatest of all time. Mm. That's how you know he works. And still working occasionally, like he worked on like uh, Kill a Kill, worked on uh, Canned, oh, but like still working and also still working on like some kind of just random stuff. Like he did half of the storyboards for, uh, Kandagawa Jet Girls, you know, everyone's, everyone's favorite long lasting seasonal, uh, anime. Like it's, you know, a Senran Kagura show, which I mean, Hey, call that, uh, a hentai movie in 2010. He's just, you know, out here working, but you know, legend, legends of the game. Um, I can't believe you're skipping over his most famous contribution. Uh, the director what? of Agent Ica. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Panty shot connoisseur supreme Agent uh, uh, Ica. Again, again, you know, brought up. <laughs> doesn't, Ica, doesn't Agent Ica have Otsuka, like a very young Otsuka in it? I've never actually seen it. Oh, okay. <laughs> I saw the other weird OVA filled with panties that he did, I, Megami okay. Paradise, but I have yeah, not Mag- seen Agent Ica. <laughs> I know Agent, no, I know Agent Ica. It definitely has a very young Yuasa doing like key animation on it. So again, a name Trevor knows. But yeah, 
Agent Ika is very... Uh, so Trevor, the setup for Agent Ika is uh, Tokyo gets hit by massive, massive earthquake and then uh, here are girls in panty shots. That's really that's really all it is. The most creative oh. angles for panty shots yeah. one all could right. ever possibly conceive. I mean, listen, you saw you saw some of that in the in the uh, Aiko panty shot on the top of the jet fighter. Like you saw, you saw that kind of yeah, like envir- environmental yeah. storytelling. You know, yeah, I'm Aiko glad, I'm is glad tame. He, got, he goes Super Saiyan four for Aiko. Yeah, yeah. I, I was gonna say I'm glad he got a chance to explore the form a little bit. Yeah, like Aiko, like sure, it has one of the funniest like putting on bra scenes because she puts it on like a fuck like fucking power armor with the sound effects and everything. Mm-hmm. But you know, it's it's really it's really tame all things considered. Um, but yeah, um, but like Eka, who's voiced by uh, Miki Aito, uh, who, you know, speaking of Pretty Cure, she's a voice in Pretty Cure, or she's Android 18. She's, uh, you know, nice. Sachiko and Maria watches over us. Uh, she's in Card Captor Sakura. You know, she she's Taiga for all the safe Taiga fate. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh, you, you know, I'm here. She's for you. She's Nova in Magic Knight Ray Earth. Hell you know? yeah, baby. But yeah, she's she's like. I was actually kind of like when I looked it up to this, like I was shocked how much she's like, you know, she's still working. Like, obviously, a lot of it is just like, hey, I need to get more fate money. But, you know, she's she's out here. Um, more fate money. But yeah. Uh, do you want to do you want to talk about uh, uh, who, who or, or Trevor? Actually, we just finished uh, Katana Guitari. Biko is also the voice or Biko Sayu is Emmy uh, Shinohara, and she voices Yasuri in Katana Gatari. So oh, okay. All right. Is, is Yasuri a femcel? Um, I think that's going to be our final podcast. That's going to no, be the debate. Yeah, we have. that is. That's going to that's going to absolutely destroy but, um, our friendship in the yeah in the um, process. That's a labor of love. I I don't know. I feel like we'll also agree. Was also in Maria watches over. I actually I need to look to see if Seiko was in Maria watches all over us because that'd be that'd be funny. But also but like also in Card Captor Sakura, she's Sailor Mercury or Sailor Jupiter. Sorry, you know, just really just really just really great. And then uh, Seiko's uh, Michi Tomazawa. The only thing you didn't know is that she's uh, Sumire. Uh, uh, Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah, Sumire in Soccer Wars. Um, and Roberta in Black Lagoon, baby. Trevor, when. Wait, Trevor, have you. I, I don't know. We've never talked about Black Lagoon. Have no, you seen Black but I Lagoon? have a friend. I have a friend online who, who actually isn't you, who's been telling me to read uh, or to watch Black Lagoon. I, um, yeah, we should. I really we should, should probably do it. You, you should watch Black Lagoon. I don't know if we can, if I we can do that for Black Lagoon because I don't know if either of us want like audio of us saying, "Man, when when that slur was said, that was pretty great." But <laughs> yeah, it, it it you know what our jobs it won't hurt our uh, our future jobs at the Atlantic Council, but it might hurt our jobs that we need to get to the Atlantic Council. That's true. So I don't that's think true. That, yeah, that's on, not a good the, idea on the come up. But uh, and then uh, Captain Napoli. Napoli Polita? Yeah, that's how he is. Uh, he's uh, Shuichi Ikeda, which is, you know, Char from Gundam. And Leo Milifoden from the upcoming Birdie Wing Golf Girls story, which appears to be, hey, what if we got Ikeda and uh, Furuya, who's the voice of Amuro and Gundam, and just had them be supporting characters in a golf anime? Um, so <laughs> because I'm... they are golf buddies in because... real life. Yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, oh, also, that's cool. <laughs> also, I think it's Akita's first role since he had like a health, like a not entirely unrelated to COVID health scare, right? Like something is, like that. This is his his COVID comeback. Um, and then the studio that did the movie is A Triple P, 
Uh, you would, of course, know them from doing, you know, Magical Girl, Pretty Sammy, the, everyone's favorite Tenchi Muyo spinoff. Uh, but they also did Golden Boy, that movie we've covered, <laughs> Fusion Z, Robot Carnival. Uh, and the, on it, and then and then they did like help. They helped out on the Street Fighter anime and some JoJo stuff. So like they, you know, burned short and but but beautifully. I, I always find it like whenever you mention Golden Boy, I'm like deeply embarrassed. It's one of the anime that I saw when I was younger. Why, why like, are you embarrassed? It's the greatest I, of all time. When I met, it, it depends on who I mentioned it to. Yeah, <laughs> listen, listen. We're, we're talking about Project Echo here where like there is multiple just like center of the frame titty shots here. We are not. I you know, liked Golden Boy and then I mentioned yeah. it to someone. I was like, oh, Golden Boy is pretty fu- like pretty funny. And I think they watched them with me and they were like, what is wrong with you? It's like, I'm sorry. No, no. See, like the, that, like when you, when you first start watching it, I was like, oh, this is all great. And then, you know, you, you go through, well, hopefully you come out the other side, but then you go through your weird, like embarrassment phase. And then you come out the other side and go like, nah, golden boy is really funny. That that's, that shit's great. But, um, and just uh, real quick, some other people who've worked on us are like uh, Shinji Kimura did art direction. Uh, you know, I, I, this is I think the eighth thing we've watched with that's had him on it. So you know, uh, again, we'll watch Kakai Simpson at some point. And then yeah, of course. Uh, Yuji Moriyama, who again worked on Katana Katari, also did some of the key animation here. Um, and then uh, Nori uh, Nori Yasu. Uh, Yam Yam Auchi God. Part of the surgery thing is that it is harder for me to say words sometimes. So sorry, everybody in advance. That's okay. But uh Nari Yami, he was the, he was like the main or one of the main key animators on this as well. Uh and he worked on Yu Yu Shiki, uh everyone's favorite Yuri Slice of Life show. Uh like he's also worked on a bunch of Shaft stuff, Saikano, another love song, uh Helsing Ultimate. Uh he's you know he worked on actually no emily he worked on grenadier he was like the yes. main, he was the main guy on grenadier which uh trevor uh grenadier is trigun but with tits um whoa yeah <laughs> i'm sold yeah oh also uh uh Seiko, uh is the same voice as nebraska from trigun so everyone's okay. favorite uh you know tre- trevor, and you never what? mentioned sailor mars as well Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, who was who was the 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 voice uh, actor who recently had like a that the pretty like she was uh, they were one of the Sailor Scouts, and essentially said that they didn't think of themselves in, as an actress. Oh, uh, Megumi Yogata. Yeah, uh, I think that was like last night as we were. Yeah, yeah I thought I thought it was um, pretty recent. Yeah, um, I, uh, I keep hearing the Sailor Scout names, and I'm not as familiar as I should be. So uh, I keep well, wondering if, um, Megumi Yogata, like also like the voice. Uh, of she was uh, the voice Shinji. of Shinji. Yeah. She was the voice of Karama in Yu Yu Hakusho, the actual oh. voice of all time. Come oh, on now. Well, okay. Uh, the, uh, Ogata will be voicing, uh, you know, um, she's in the upcoming Jujutsu Kaisen movie. So she's still like, you know, she's w- like, she's winning awards and not just in terms of like legacy awards. She's still, mm. or they're still out doing the work and talked about like the, you know, their views on gender and stuff, which I, what is, it's a thing of like one, that's very cool and i'm obviously like supportive of that um two is just kind of a thing where my my general rules are like is that's great um i don't want like her to have to be like uh, oh yeah <laughs> i don't want this to just become like ah here did you know that liking anime is actually this incredibly progressive personality trait it's like no man like i don't know i respect that she has or they have uh, their you know their views on yeah, gender and outside was, of America and Anglo contexts gender is a very different thing and 
I'm just going to respect that and leave that, you know, up to them. Yeah, no, I just, I like, I heard all the Sailor Scout names and I, I realized I was like, I don't know if that actor is one of the people we're talking about or not. Yeah. Um, so yeah, but, no, 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 yes. not, not, not at all meaning to sort of like make her emblematic no, no, in a way I, listen, that I don't I know, th- I think know they want to be. Know, yeah. Yeah. We're not, we're not, Trevor, you're not out here to get the, the clout. That's why we're uh, not. Well, no, I'm, I'm not. And. That's we'll leave that in, for other more important yeah. podcasts. You will be uh, appearing on Trash Taste in about two weeks. I'm not <laughs> sure. I'm not sure if you wanted me to say that out loud. Oh yet. well, uh, you know it's good to hear now. Um, thanks again for being my but agent. You're really actually good I, uh, the actual most important uh, Megumi Ogata voice is of course uh, Komaida from Drag- Danganronpa. Trevor, your favorite. Oh, yes. No. One hundred percent. Yes. Emily, yes, yes. quick question: Have you ever actually no? Because I know you haven't. Because you've only read one visual novel. Never mind. Never mind. I'm not going to ask if you know. No, that. I don't which know what a Danganronpa is. Which one visual novel have you read? Of all things, Chaos Head. Okay. That, That's yeah. cool. Uh, that, you know, when trying to get Trevor into visual novels, Chaos Head was in my mind, but eventually went with The Silver Case. So. Well, that's and the one I, I completed. Yeah. I, I've read yeah. several, but never stuck with yeah. them. Yeah. Um, oh, 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 also, uh, em, em, uh, Emily is the latest person I've gotten into Aria. Trevor is oh, also good. On, the, on the list of victims. So. Aria is perfect. It's, a, it's, yeah. a, it's an ideal series. Uh, that's weird because it's actually uh, the most average Stop anime it. of all. It's, Stop it's it. A most literally Stop. dead center, most average anime you've ever seen um, <sighs> on this list. Uh, that, yeah. But um, anyway, I think, I think we've spent more than enough time not talking about the movie. Let's, let's get into Project Aiko. And I think there's no better way to start than with. Uh, Emily, you want to talk about The Glass? So the movie starts... Um, uh, well, actually, it starts with a little sci-fi prologue of, of some in some English, s- and every time I watch it, I forget that the first like ninety seconds are in English. And I, mean, like, I I had a super hard quiet time with that. English too. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, it's just like wait, no, I I keep switching the audio, and it's the same. What's going on? And it's like, oh, okay, no. But but it but, starts with this little sci-fi prologue of the meteor coming down and everything, and and then the movie starts proper with Aiko, uh, you know waking up and, and getting ready for her day and she has this terrible slanted diagonal glass that she keeps in her room with a super weird straw and on top of that she has a toaster in her room which is bizarre to me it's the best kind of toaster too it's real futuristic like <laughs> it looks like it looks like a delorean toaster like she's not in an apartment; she's in a house with her parents. They have a kitchen. I think you see it at some point. But she has a toaster in her room, and that just irks me. For you some know, reason. my my older brother had a TV in in his room. So maybe it's like you know she was she had to choose toaster or TV. And <laughs> well, she see- chose poorly. I, well, okay, no. Did think she? about think about what Seiko makes her eat. You know. Well, she maybe. also has a TV in her room. Come to think of. Oh, it. that's actually yeah, that's true. Okay, now I guess you know she's just living large. And Theory shot terror, down. In terror of Seiko's. Uh, I, I, I really, one of my favorite, uh, gags in this is that they do the haha Seiko's bad at cooking. And then when they come back to it, they use the real world pictures of the, like, here's what Seiko is trying to feed this poor woman. That. Just fucking 
arts and crafts cutouts from magazines so of a bunch of like, one of them's just a beer bottle one of them yep. is literally the vhs cover of the behind the scenes thing that they worked <laughs> on the project acro secret file that's in the second shot i think yep no it's it's great it's great but um but the slant you really you really are impassioned about your hatred of the slanted glass it's, and the i mean people are like, saying like oh it's so cool i want one and i don't disagree but also every time i i load up the movie i'm like what is up with this glass it's it's like shaped like a you know a mug of beer but it does not have the handle and exactly it's, you know, leaning like the tower of pisa it just seems weird to hold it, it seems like she needs a straw maybe not the fucked up like right angle straw that she's got but also yeah. how are people gonna say they want that glass and then not just like totally jump ship to the um the uh alien leaders glass i mean that glass right like, all messed up sort of has like bumps in it little spout you can drink out of that's well, a glass right you there. know especially as we learned that you know uh i'm just going to call him captain harlock because please I do yes i only that like i when i was looking this up and like oh yeah he has like a real name i like I, they probably say napoli polita like once yeah maybe twice they they definitely spend more time just doing the extravagant shots of hey man isn't the arcadia so fucking cool and i'm like yeah no totally i want to rewatch harlock and then i look at how many seeds are on like half the harlock uh torrents on yon i get sad but uh but like his glass finding out his big downfall being like, oh, man, I haven't been drinking. And like you see the like his little glass one like it's yeah, his glass is great. Um, yeah, no, I honestly I would say like I I, I did laugh thinking about um, piss your your deep hatred. Emily, you may also have a deep hatred of this, but I haven't I haven't I don't I haven't known you long enough to know um, your deep hatred of the damn anime makes food look so good um, posts when when eiko was eating her toast and drinking her strange glass i was like anime this anime makes this food look so good that glass looks real fucked up that glass like <laughs> I, big old ice cubes they're clinking together but yeah i think but uh you know it's very it's very thematic that's how you know that's uh this girl's a little bit twisted with it i do actually really like that nothing like Nobody ever comments really on the fact that Aiko is out here jumping on roofs and other than like and even when she, you know, saves Seiko from the steel beam, everyone just starts like clapping. Nobody's just like, man, how the fuck? Like, what? How could you possibly have done that? That, you know, they just roll with it. In the dub, one of the like background guys is just like, wow, you're a regular Wonder Woman or something like that. (laughs) That's really good. Biko just says, you've always been fairly strong. (laughs) <laughs> and and that is how Biko um every Biko remembers is like oh I went to kindergarten with this mother like that's how I know you and already hate you um so <laughs> em- Emily do you want to talk about Biko Biko is the greatest Biko is just the most generic uh anime rich girl uh haughty little spoiled brat there could be she's all pretty and nice and then she has the worst taste in women imaginable. She sees this crying baby child of Seiko and just goes, I must have her. And she's completely unhinged. She's the best. She 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 is like a very, like, watching this for the first time after I got the blue, I'd forgotten that it's like, no, this is just, you know, people act like femcells or some, some new, new mutation. But here is this woman in 1986 
uh, making of an Eiko voodoo doll as she welds, <laughs> as she welds without putting the mask down. So we just see her like putting the mask up to gloat to the evil to, laugh. Even like she, just, yeah, like she looks as if she is like having like I'm not doing this to be like haha. Like she just looks like she's having an orgasm thinking about like Eiko fucking dying. Um, it's great. Um, I really liked there's a there's a point at the end of the movie or towards the end of the movie and like I guess the like the fifth act where like uh, <laughs> she's flying up to the spaceship with Aiko and Aiko falls off and she goes, no, Aiko, you can't die yet. She goes, oh, well, <laughs> moves on. Zams the brakes. Like, yeah, and, like, oh, well, <laughs> and she does say them's the brakes. <laughs> and when she sees that Aiko is alive, like she like the very first thing she does is she she brings Seiko like close to her and then realize like oh I need to use you as a hostage right it's just like the very immediate like okay no I need to I need to fix this problem um <laughs> it's it's great yeah as when like the courtyard of the school is on fire and she's crying and screaming like okay I'll be the villain you all want me to be and it's just like 72 hours ago you had a lot of friends be like Biko you were <laughs> Everyone thought you were normal, and now, now. They but don't. we learn we learn in this movie that like the friends you make uh, and the henchmen you have will always be with you. <laughs> um, they will fly the the gyrocopter and find you um, when you are missing in the middle of a war zone. So I've got a Beko fun fact. Okay, Ooh. let's hear, let's hear the Beko fun fact. So um, you know we covered all the Japanese cast, but I have a fun oh, English as, dub thing as the dub as the dub expert. As somebody who yelled at me for not playing the Tenchi Muyo English dub uh, opening recently. Literally sung by the exact same bilingual Japanese singer. But all right. Anyway. <laughs> oh. So. Right. This um, is a good dynamic. Putting, it's rare <laughs> that you get you get uh, put in your place. No, yeah, Trevor, you're very used to like me being the expert. But it's like, no, like Emily, this is, you know, she, she, has, she has her lane. Oh. <laughs> So uh, if I'm remembering right, Aiko, um, the subtitled VHS was like the second thing Central Park Media ever put out. I think it was Dominion right. Tank Police and then subtitled Aiko. Ooh, and they had a working relationship with Manga UK. So they co-funded yeah. the English dub. And, you know, like a lot of Manga UK dubs, not a lot of people who are notable or anything. Um Biko is the only actress who I I uh, feel like is worth bringing up. Her actress is Denica Fairman. You've never heard of her. She has done exactly uh, one thing anyone might know about. She played Ava Braun in the sitcom oh. Heil Honey, I'm Home, <laughs> which if you don't know what that is, is a failed British sitcom about Adolf Hitler and Ava Braun as like a parody of american sitcoms kind of an i love lucy kind of thing with wacky jewish neighbors and it was promptly canceled yeah number of episodes eight seven unaired holy That's so good i've and only i've never seen Heil honey i'm home i've only ever seen had it an lists. animated opening I watched exactly two minutes to to make sure to myself, is this the same lady who voices Biko? Yes, absolutely. Okay, closing that YouTube tab. Uh, yeah, I don't I've need half an hour like, of Hile Honey, I'm home in my life. Disastrous like like shows that never worked. <laughs> yeah, like, oh wow, yeah, that's I wild. Mean, Britain, baby. Um would love it. Oh my yeah. Oh, they live and they live next to a Jewish guy. Okay, yeah. Yep, that's yep. um 
Yeah, I'm I'm closing the I'm closing. Did it take place in Argentina or? Um, <laughs> uh, so they weren't they weren't brave enough for that. No. Um, um, but yeah, Central Park Media. We like you know they they all they brought us Slayer's Revolutionary Girl Utena, and I think about eighty percent of all like hentai you can legally buy in America, right? Um, okay. They so. they literally licensed the the MD Geist power armor to be their sales mecca. Yup. Oh man! <laughs> uh, uh, and one of Emily and I's friends, uh, Alex, we went to Kino Kunia um, in New York, and in the basement, or, or actually, no, sorry, we went to like uh, like a retail, a resale shop after we went to Kino, and in the basement, there was like a bunch of Central Park uh, media releases for like yes. ten dollars, and it's like, man, I can't buy a VHS, but I'm glad to know that you know someone can, someone can <laughs> buy Demon City Shinjuku. Um, <laughs> so but you know um but anyway yeah biko what what is what is your favorite biko funny moment um i like the face she makes when she's laughing uh when there's the the little the echo voodoo doll like the just the the absolute face she pulls oh yeah um, that's really good the and voodoo I, doll labeled die you stink stupid yeah, the most good. juvenile insults yeah, one could just possibly like, yeah, imagine. Also, like descending like order of like fucked up things to say, like you know, death threat. Then like you know, you were, don't take care of yourself, and then just like, oh, uh, what else? What else? Oh, stupid. Got it. Yeah, you're, you're dumb. Yeah. yeah, no, it's it's very good. Um, I what I what I like most about Biko, I think, is um, how immediately she like switches from being just kind of like a pointless sort of like, Oh, she can't beat Aiko. Like she's just trying super hard and she has this thing that's going on to instantly. She is like a match for Aiko. <laughs> I really liked that Listen, a lot. Like, you know, put her on power armor just worked. I mean, it, it's not really pa- the like it just she's just wearing a little fucking leather with a mask like there's no power armor to it. Um, It's great. Um, I did. I also liked. I actually my my true I'll, I'll pick my real favorite part, which is when everyone makes fun of her for the name of it. Um, oh. That was so good. The best yeah. part about that is how fucked the continuity is on that scene, because like several scenes earlier, they they shoot all the girls inside. And then <laughs> yeah. for that specifically the scene of everyone making fun of her, you hear everyone going, oh, man, what a moron. I would never wear that in my life. But there's no girls there. It's only like the, po- the point is they're finally able to do that because they're alone. It's so yeah, good. It's yeah. But I like, expect. Yeah. That yeah I like list girls from all the way outside. Yeah. No, um, I. When she's, I really like when she's just reading out all the fucking tech specs on like the the five thousand machine. It's like it can drill the the sorry the spinner machine max five thousand. It can the drill. blue god of death. The blue god of death. <laughs> it, like breaking down. Like here's how it can make its after images. It can drill through five. The max of... arm cannon. The mega crush laser saw. No, like oh, that's so good. Like that. That is like when it really clicks for me. Of like, oh, she, she can't be. Like this is. This, she's gone. She is gone. Uh, Emi Shinohara mentioned having so much trouble with that like barrage of lines. Like the technical stuff drove me nuts. Yeah. This was so hard to record. No, right, because like that—that that is where it's like, okay, yes, no, like the 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 mecha otaku brain leak is happening right here, right now, and is through the fucking saddest form of Hamankarn. Um, <laughs> but um, I did like when Eiko saw like the the five whatever like 
I forget what they, she even called them, but there were five. Arashiyama five. Yeah, yeah. the Arashiyama five, where she's like, aren't they a little outdated? <laughs> like, Volta's V is, like, pretty old at this point. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. Oh. It's like, is that Getter Robo, or what are we looking at here? Oh, man, imagine, imagine if Biko had the Black Getter. Uh, that'd be, that would that'd be, be sweet. On the director's commentary, they do say that the the Max Five Thousand was like directly supposed to be a Get a Robo kind of thing. I mean, <laughs> it's got know, the drills. armed drill. Yeah, yeah, it's like that. That's like the just the general like, oh, yep, thank you, Gogan, that guy. Also, the like the cockpit. Her friend who you know is so hurt, she's just bandaged forever after that. Like seeing the fucking globe and the like the bamboo like you the know, the water regular ass like desk fan start to whir yeah. and move oscillate <laughs> no, it's ah oh, she she sucks so fucking much oh my god i like i didn't i didn't like having known nothing about this movie um like this is this is really my only serious insight that maybe i have is like i really liked how the movie was just like very content to do like five different genres to do like the like oh this is like a high school slice of life thing where like it's funny and the, these girls are sort of like interacting with each other it's goofy and then there's slapstick and then there's like mecca and then there's like a serious like sci-fi thing going on and i, I think like the the way that they use biko in the movie is is really sort of the hinge of that where like biko's shift from like Having oh, this woman become unhinged, you know, yeah, keeps it all but together. Like, but but it's it's not even like it's not even like an un, becoming unhinged in a way that it's like yeah, I'm watching watching someone devolve. It's like it's literally just a, a linear sequence of events. Like oh yeah, no, you you just do this next thing, and of course yeah. that's what Biko would do. And like it's just it it works so well to like she's like you know queen mean at school too. She's a like a super villain. Oh no, it's Project Aiko is bold in being the first. Uh, gag manga adaptation without source material (laughs) (laughs) yeah no i I believe that yeah it's you know that's you know she's she's hanging out uh i mean eiko and kanada i feel like they are kindred spirits uh you know and their hatred of school at the very least but um oh god i just remember when like be the like when Biko is standing outside of the school gate, I think it's the third day, and there's just the ants crawling over her shoe. That part's fuck because I took so that good. to mean as like, oh, she has just been standing there without moving for hours at this point, just waiting. Yeah, she, she has to get the drop on these people. And um, also, Emily, do you know where the like the baseball like gag that she does? What that's referencing? Because yes, cannot... absolutely, I oh, can what... answer that for you one thousand percent. Thank you, thank you. What is that from? In the director's commentary, when they get to that part, um, well, not director's com- animation director's commentary, because yeah. it's by um, uh, uh, Yuji Moriyama. Um, when it gets to that part, Yuji Moriyama just says, "All right, so this scene was animated by so and so, and he just got to do whatever, and he really likes baseball, and we didn't care what he did. So there you go. <laughs> Biko's doing funny baseball things. Enjoy God. it. Rem- rem- <laughs> so good." I uh, I like how so much of the production of this is just like uh oh, like we'll do whatever because like in the music documentary was like yeah they didn't really tell us anything about the plot and like we didn't see any scenes uh we just like knew we had to make the score and then three vocal tracks and uh, they kept smiling when we showed them what we had yeah I loved uh, I love when they were talking about like working with like big time Hollywood directors and like yeah we like we score the movies while we watch them like we watch these pivotal scenes we have to write while we watch and and you know we sit in the theater together and it's it's this intense process and they're like. 
They didn't have like the, the the voiceover person is like Project Echo had not been animated yet, so they had nothing to see. <laughs> it's like this rules. It's it's uh, yeah no the production on this um just uh, you know you could not make this today um because they would be using DigiPaint first of all you know not, mm. but um let's see um, the the producer at, at one of the like uh, rap parties or something he just says uh like. The, the theme here is go wild. You, you don't get themes. You get fun in Project Echo. Yeah. You really don't. Like, I've, you know, w- normally we try to, like, go somewhat, like, coherently with the, play, you know, he, you know, early part of the movie, middle part. But, like, everything kind of just happens all at once forever in this movie. And it's great. There's just the random Seiko funny Jenkin, you know, like, rock, paper, scissors moment. Um, yeah. To, against you know, Kenshiro. Against yeah, the fist. Of, yeah, the extended fist of the North Star gender, like gender Ben uh, voice actress. To and then you know at the end of the movie, ha! What if we did the gender bent in the other way? As you know, you know, classics of anime in the eighties. Yeah. Isn't it just the funniest fucking thing in the world if Kenshiro is somewhere Kenshiro normally wouldn't be? <laughs> <laughs> this will drive him fucking crazy. This will get one million laughs. I and mean, it they, does every time. I mean, as somebody that has bought multiple copies of Fist of the North Star, uh, you know, because those new hardcover manga releases are really good. They, so they good. knew what they were doing. They knew what the fuck they were doing. There's so many like parodies and like straight up cameos of characters in this. Like, you know, yeah. obviously the captain is, is a Harlock spoof. There's the Kenshiro. If you look in the background of shots, there's, you know, Dirty Pairs. There's, um, you know, Urusei Yatsuras and Ranmas. I was really shocked that there was not a straight up lum. I like mm. I was looking for that this watch because it's like okay yeah like this person looks like that like there's a guy, like a guy in the background so I was like that is this Ataru or does Ataru just look so much like a guy that they like right. accidentally reinvented him. Um, I had that in the, in, the, the, in the theater scene where I was like is that Ben Ten or is that just a baby? Yeah. <laughs> The 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 dirty pair is the uh, references in the the ship itself, right? Where they're just like walking around, and then there's like those two women with the the sort of spiky colored hair that are like way too detailed to be sort of like background minions. Or am I rethinking? Am I not? Uh, uh, Yuri is straight up in um, yeah. one of the school scenes. Yeah, she no, just has oh, okay, brown hair. Okay, yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I, you guys are working on a different level. No, I'll yeah, back off. yeah. I mean, I, <laughs> this I has a cameo I... from the girl from fucking Prefectural Earth Defense Force. Yep, yep. <laughs> there are yep. cream lemon characters in one of the classrooms. Like it's <laughs> it's buck wild. No, it's uh, it's fucking. Um, but also speaking, I do. Uh, but uh, sorry, sorry to bring back the references. But I do like that in Yurazai Yatsura, like one of the later episodes, they do just have Aiko like in a TV commercial in the show. You know, game respect game, as <laughs> as it should. Um, in the uh, in the director's commentary, Moriyama's talking about like, yeah, I pretty much just aped everything. Oh, she did on on Yurusei Yatsura. I was under game. his wing super hard when he saw the movie. He was like, "Stop copying me, dude!" And I was like, "You know, it's fair." Yeah, I mean, well, the uh, uh, you know the project the second Echo movie is a lot like Pat Labor too, if you think about it. I think. <laughs> Um, <laughs> like one of the opening bits of the director's commentary is him saying, we had a lot of Urusei Yatsura staff on this. And I'm just sitting here like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> but, 
but um no i i like that there's the fucking the guy they in the first like name tag you see like somebody wearing is just madrid dc3po tamura um <laughs> and it's like and then the very like the the sh- but then it changes um and in I, I i had to look this up because as like okay i recognize just enough of uh what this has become to know it's a pervert thing so i asked a friend and their name tag changes from the c3po reference to watashi wa omeko ga uh matsumashita which basically means i want to destroy a pussy um <laughs> so that's you know in the liner notes, they choose to render that as I want to fuck bodaciously. Cool. I'm I'm glad to know that that is they, they talk about that. That um, is covered in the mischief gallery, I believe. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, oh, also, uh, who could forget the actual best references when they just have a girl on a fucking like um, poster that says orange because like, yeah, Kimagure Orange Road, baby. Awu, the king. Um but no that god this movie this movie is just so fucking fun i think like you know you, you mentioned the like uh emily mentioned like the the joke about like this being the first gag uh being the first anime that uh, about a gag comic that had no uh referent um and i think like there's something really true about this feeling like um like the 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 very few uh gag gag animes i've seen where like it is like it feels very much like okay, we're just gonna we're gonna do a thing where every every moment is kind of like funny in its own way, and they they loosely link together, but like don't worry about it too much. Like it's gonna it's just gonna you're gonna enjoy it because like thematically it feels like they they kind of pair together quite well, and like I I, I don't know like it feels it feels that way despite being you know very sci-fi, very sort of like. Um, I don't really know how to say it. Like it, it, it feels very much like a, a silly show that isn't at all like goofy, but is constantly telling jokes. It's, it's like, it is a really like, it's an amazing sort of, uh, it's an amazing kind of shift in, in tone that I like, I'm, I'm like really impressed that they pulled off. They just put everything otaku in the 80s liked in a blender. Like, we like shows (laughs) set in schools. We like power armor. We like wrestling. We really like dog fights and explosions. Like, the only thing they missed is there's no, like, weird psychic Esper stuff. But you gotta leave it for the sequels. Come on. Yeah, you know. Uh, But you know what? You know what is weirdly really big in 80s, like, otaku culture? Colonel Sanders, which honestly, I... Oh, yes. This is not my favorite reference. just because, like, I don't have a lot of nostalgia for uh, Harmageddon. But when they go to the movies, that scene is a shot-for-shot recreation of this one movie called Harmageddon... um, which has uh, for you in it, you know, um, got, get your money, King. But um, it is a shot for shot remake, except they replace this um, alien uh, with Colonel Sanders and they replace uh, a li- just and, and a funny like reversal of that they replace the, the character in Harm again, just lifting up a can of Picari sweat with the, you know, fake soda. So that <laughs> please, it was Dr. Pepper. Yeah, sorry, Dr. Pepper game, you know, legends, legends of game. But, same, um, same, same, uh, company, same parent company as Bog and Boz. Yeah. Oh, um, wait. Also, have we, have we not brought up that Biko just has Min May from Macross's hair? It is, you know, she, they, <laughs> she they does have more the, the little twirls. Yeah. yeah. But no, I think that is just like, um, like that. I, 
that I guess you know she doesn't have quite the same fringe, but that is I took it as you know, hey man, Minmay really fucking cool. Um, I never really thought about that or noticed it, but like now that you say it, yeah, I can definitely see it in the shape and all. Yeah, well, like I just thought it because like Ayumi definitely the the teacher definitely has uh, creamy mommy's hair. Magical girl so is like, okay, what else? What else are these hairs similar to? Um, but I'm 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 again sorry that we are just being the like ah i see that this is our um you know re- game re- like i i can do pattern recognition the heads but, are loving this like honestly this is this is what they've but been considering crying out the, for. A, the like of uh, the original pitch for aka was that it was gonna be part of the fucking cream lemon hentai series i feel like you know recognizing where things you know come from is, is they fine. even have a couple of the original like nudie kind of production materials in the uh in the like galleries and stuff oh, yeah no it's they great. don't they don't have like all of it like I, they probably couldn't put the one where uh Aiko is literally eating biko out on the disc for mass consumption but you know it exists it, it's, it's there out there you can find that you don't even have to pay somebody on ko-fi for that you can, it's real you just, get you, that. You just yeah. have to go to the funny site with the galleries yeah. we have to like i Listen, as we say every time uh, we do this show, please, please do not pay people on Ko-Fi if it is already out there. <laughs> Just like, use your money wisely. You yeah, know, that is. Uh, yeah, um, that's the main thing we try to get across here. Yeah, be yeah that yeah that's why I tell people to torrent exactly. Be be money conscious. But, <laughs> be um, money conscious. You're always like I think it's cool that you do this podcast, but you also have a grind set podcast where you like you talk about. Oh yeah, like, no. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, you know, I think of it less as a grind set and more as, you know, financial advice, you know, just a basic, you know, spiritual guide I'm going on. Also, Trevor, real quick, do you believe that Seiko is 17? Do I? <laughs> uh, this is a tricky question. Um, no, I, I don't. <laughs> this three apple tall girl who can't do anything right except have the world's worst woman and the like the galaxy's weirdest man fawn over her. I mean, listen, I I I more believe that she's an alien princess than a 17 year old girl. That, um, that's I fair. suppose she's still a 17 year old alien princess, but that was that was how I made that make sense to me. Even um, even the dub has a line like one of the crying fits and Miss Ayumi's like, oh, please stop crying. How old are you anyway? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, they actually that's yeah, that's in the sub even. Oh, is it? OK. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's yeah. It just I think it's when they kick her and Aiko out of class with the signs. Oh, um, the signs so good. <laughs> yeah. The fucking. <laughs> I mean, speaking of like that, that that was where I was like, this is like a, this is like daily lives where like uh, this is like, you know, uh, Nietzsche bros where like um, there's a joke there and it's just like it's just a gag like it's it's very funny and it's just like silly and there it is um but like yeah I'm I'm used to a lot of a lot of like I've become especially while watching uh these shows and then also far more so while playing uh you know these godforsaken gotcha games that have uh ruined me um uh like in Honkai Impact, there's like a character who looks 12 and it's because she's an imperfect clone, but actually she's like 60. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, okay, right. I get it. Like, this is what you're doing. Fine. Like, whatever. But like, yeah, Seiko, Seiko doesn't strike me as a very um, convincing uh, version of that. I, I just, I just like that when they have the like, 
um, flashback to them in kindergarten. It is just like she is not <laughs> acting any different. It is just like the uh, it's, she's it's, just she, one head shorter with yeah, with buck teeth. She yeah, she is two apples tall instead of three apples tall. Um, it's great. Oh yeah, that that fl- that flashback when they're like, oh yeah, there was this girl with a bowl cut and freckles who was just a, and dumpy the, legs. What yeah. if I was that girl with the bowl cut? <laughs> It's like in one of the best reveal lines I've ever heard. Biko, you have a clear out to not to not admit this, but you know you are too cumbrained, I guess. What Um, if it was me who had that bowl cut? The voice Uh, actresses and the voice actress commentary were like very like, oh right, she was an ugly little bitch. (laughs) This this is her becoming a butterfly moment. It's so good. And the butterfly sucks. The butterfly, it's poisonous somehow. Um, Butterfly. Um, I have a comment and then a question for for you both that maybe you can help me with. Um, My comment is uh, I really like how this movie, and I said this on Twitter, but I really like how this movie deals with um, lore and like exposition and stuff in that it just like does not care. Like I, I, you know, part of me wanted to be like, oh, this is like Star Wars, but good. And I was like, well, that's just stupid. Like, don't that, like that. That's dismissive of the actual property. Patreon.com slash no cartridge. Um, yeah, yeah. Listen, like I, I, I admit that I say stupid things is that that's what people like. Right. Yeah. Um, but no, like what I what I was actually thinking when I had that thought was, oh, this is like a sci fi movie that understands that I don't totally care in the moment, like where these aliens are from or like why they want Seiko or like, you know, why the cool things are happening. Like, Oh, I don't, I don't need to know why Biko has access to all of these Mecca or like, is like an engineering genius. Like I barely, I liked the joke about uh, Superman. As I was saying to Emily before uh, you hopped on, uh, I didn't actually pick up on that joke until like watching, I think the CD ROM footage. <laughs> like I didn't, I didn't, I was like, why do they show her parents now? That's kind of funny. Um, but like you know, the the movie knows we don't care. Like like it's a silly movie. It knows what it's doing. It knows what it's like. Its whole thing is, and it's like okay, it's fun that these things are happening. We don't need to know anything about like who Seiko is to these people. Um, well, so Eiko just says like, "Shut up, stop mumbling." <laughs> like I want my friend. Well, I think I think it's a mixture of like that, like just energy to it, and I also think it is just like a bunch of fucking mecha or like you know otaku being like. Yo, man, wouldn't it be cool if we got to draw the Arcadia? Wouldn't like that be fucking cool, right? <laughs> like, do we need to explain this? No, please. We need more frame. We can you just animate this a little bit better? Can you just put the more guns on the Arcadia? That's fucking awesome, man. <laughs> and it's just that general, just like this. This what this is. This one's for it the rolls. lads. Everybody yeah, no. knows what we're doing here. It's perfect. It's like whenever whenever anyone in the world ever was like, oh, like yeah, like, and you hear it a lot in video games, but like, oh, fan service. Like, this is all I actually want if I'm a fan of something is like everything's in here and it's cool and I'm not explaining why it's here. It's not a multiverse. It's just a lot of cool stuff. Yeah, she, she we we just want the Daitokuji power suit. We want uh, Aiko <laughs> a- yes. to send her friend to fucking get one shot or Biko to send her friend to get one shot. Also, I really I really like and it was not until these um these subs came out that I like really understood it like. Oh, they have the like, they are called like Aiko, you know, with the dashes, but they like, they have the justifications of Biko is B-I-K-O, Shiko is S-H-I-I. Like that was like, oh, that's, okay, that that's, was the other question. That was the funnier. question I had for you. That's how did you, funnier. how did you guess? 
Um, yeah, I like what what is Biko's name? Like, uh, why it's, is B-I-K-L. Um, okay, see, like, I didn't see that. I saw I saw Siko's name and Eiko's name, and then I, I didn't see Biko's name. So I was wondering if I was just missing part of the joke, and I was. No. In the it, voice actor's commentary, they, like, talk about it like, okay, Magami Eiko, that makes sense. That's completely reasonable. Daitokuji Biko? What kind of name is Biko? <laughs> and then, like, oh, Kotobuki Shiko? That's even worse. It should actually be read like this. <laughs> Oh yeah, they just roast it for a minute. It's pretty it's, good. It's 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 incredible. Um, it's really good. Yeah, but um, let's see what 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 else do we want to talk about with? That? I mean, th- let, um, so I, mean, I think I, the the irreverent oh, tone is is really like encapsulated with the the Aiko waking up for school in the first bit routine where the the guy on the radio is talking about like, well, it's the anniversary of the time a meteor crashed into our city, killing our population of 6 million. And we've rebuilt and done stronger than ever. So just out of the gate, 6 yep. million souls have been lost. Ha ha. Funny anime. You Let's go. You see this from 200 kilometers away, right? Like, and as like, you see these like pristine, like trees and like, and it's, Oh, it's incredible. Like that. And, Oh, also when D as talk, I, I like that, you know, he's not Deco, he's D um, yep. and Harlock yep. are like, just, they start talking about a very, like a specific camera, which I'm sure you have not like been able, has been out of production by the time any of us were alive. But they're just like, <laughs> no man, you need to know, like, let's fucking talk about the frame. And then this was the aperture I used. And yeah. this was the. <laughs> I also like during that where he's like, he's talking about all of that and the, uh, the Harlock's just like. Wow, that's like a defense tower. <laughs> it's like absolutely yeah. not what he was taking a picture of. Um, Emily, can I ask you a question? Since you are uh, the the uh, expert on on uh, OVAs, um, sure. So I like that. That's what I, I've made you that now by bringing up your fucking harrowing journey. To me, <laughs> I mean, me, that's not exactly unfair. No, it is. It is not. It is not. So I've always kind of. Um, and and I am not an expert, but I, I will say, like, when I watched anime growing up, I did end up watching a lot of OVAs because that's sort of what was cheap and, like, available or, like, on IFC or whatever, right? It's like, a lot easier to buy a $20, you know, $25 tape of just, like, a, a, a short OVA than it is to collect an entire season of tapes. And, yes. for, the, and for, like, the distributing companies, it's a lot easier to buy those. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, and so, like, if I was at Suncoast, I would buy one of those or, like... I found a lot of them used or whatever on eBay. Um, so like, I'm sure there's stuff I've forgotten about like demon city, something Tokyo, or I don't know, whatever. Um, that is an all, Hey, that's an all, we'll, we'll probably watch that at some point. It yeah. I watched that I mean, in my journey. Yeah, I'm saying whatever, great. because like, I don't want to be wrong. The misog- but I loved d- it. The listen, is that movie good? No. Is the misogyny almost uh, kind of funny? Yes. So oh, it's okay. We're thinking about the same one then. Okay, yeah. good. Um, yeah, that's, that's a really misogynistic movie. <laughs> To be, fair, Shinjuku, baby. to be fair, you can kind of, like you can just say that about a lot of the like, you know, what I like and be within about 90 percent accuracy. But yeah, I, yeah, I know like, like, misogyny just hits different. It just it, like, listen, with, with all that blue, you know, <laughs> um, it's like even as real- a kid, I was like, so her breast turned into a demon. That seems like a little like on the nose. God um, bless you. Go in a guy. Um, <laughs> 
So, but the, so like, I've always gotten the feeling from those that they deal with continuity and sort of like story a little more loosely. Like they're willing to kind of go for it in story and just like leave explanations aside. Like that kind of airiness of, of narrative is something that is there. But I was wondering if that's true. Like, do you find that to be something that is true in OVAs or is that something that's more like, um, case specific? Uh, I, I feel it to a degree. I can agree with that. Um, you know, a lot of the time, just we have some money, we have an idea, we're going to produce an original property. Or in a lot of cases, it's just this manga is kind of popular. It'd be neat if we like found three chapters we liked and smushed them together for forty-five mm-hmm. minutes, and or then in you the can go of, buy the manga. Or in the case of Geno Cyber, this manga got canceled after one volume. Let's still make this OVA. But no, I, there is also like some element that a lot of OVAs like from the like manga publishers side exists as like hey you exist as an ad for our like manga like don't be like you know you can be fast and loose because we just want people to feel like they need to buy our manga after reading this Mm. like i watched um i me my uh, like a week or two ago and i mean that's clearly just we picked chapter 12 chapter 57 (laughs) chapter 214 (laughs) you know all these characters no i don't (laughs) <laughs> Does it matter? No, not really. But yeah, like I, I would I would say in modern times, you will still get a lot of that feeling with like the 12 episode sports anime that has no chance of getting a sequel. And they'll either end it on like a very obvious like cliffhanger or if it's a good show, they will do the like, all right, here's everything that happens in the show over the next like 600 chapters that you will like never actually see animated. Um, mm. it's great. Well, nowadays, we just do one season uh, shitty isekai novels. <laughs> Your life will not know peace if you watch Nights and Magic. You didn't need to do that. I you, did. No, listen, I, I understand Super Robot Wars 30 is like a, a religious text, um, but... Um, yeah, I, I still need to actually start. Um, but um, you don't need to wa- watch Nights and Magic. Future future guest of the pod because we had to reschedule. Uh, Sean Moorhead uh, in in his uh, day job translates isekai. Um, it seems like a harrowing journey. Uh, apparently, a lot of a lot of the difficulty is involved with having to translate what certain cuts of meat are. Um, really in, in English versus Japanese like Context they'll be like, a, like is a motherfucker yeah there'll be like a piece of meat that they've highlighted like he's he said it to a group chat and been like what would you call this <laughs> I don't know tenderloin that's yeah. what I'm gonna say but yeah no it sounds isekai is uh yeah it's it's something I'm not uh particularly going to investigate other than uh saying that Shadowbringers, uh which maybe is an isekai is great um that's, that's what that's what I got Look, Inuyasha. you can watch Aura Battler Dunbine, and you can watch Ray Earth, and I guess Dunbi- Inuyasha, yeah, and that's it. Is Ray Earth a Isekai? Ray Earth yeah. is indeed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's like half Isekai, but it's more like, wouldn't it be funny if girls really just liked playing Super Famicom RPGs? I mean, that I, I, again, I, I see a very good uh, Twitter artist niche right there. Uh, we there can, you go. We got that going. But no, uh, uh, you know, e, e, yeah, but yeah, Inuyasha is like straight up, you know. Kagome wakes up in the different world that is no longer modern day Tokyo. 
Mm. Yeah, but she doesn't get hit by a truck, so it doesn't count in the modern definition. <laughs> that, yeah, she's that's, not dead. That's, yeah, it's like, are you? Are we? Uh, are we a strick? You know, truck uh, structuralist. Um, that, the uh, the ability to go back and forth, uh, yeah. and and that being important at all is a, is a distinction. That's fair. in the in the modern sense. I, I believe the only true isekai is uh, that hasn't come out recently is uh, Micho Black. Um, <laughs> Christ. Importantly. That, thank you. Thank you, Trevor. I had, You're uh, welcome. I, I was going to bring up that, uh, you know, Sesumar is really hot, but, you know, you, you've decided to take us in the Meet Joe Black I, direction. Listen, that, that, that audience proved me wrong. Is um, the Matrix an isekai? Would you describe the Matrix <laughs> as an isekai? How many levels is the Matrix yeah. on the isekai rating? We got, we, we've, got, we've got the grid, you know, uh, you know, like um, structural versus in, whatever the fuck that thing is that people use for memes. Um the iceberg is that no it's like the where people like make the nine grids and it's like oh yeah uh, oh yeah yeah yeah. we're we're doing we're doing well tonight folks uh fist of the north star i'm just i'm just looking through my my notes and it's like yuri kago kindergarten that's funny because yuri kago just means cradle which again seiko does just look like that is just a a very small meek child god's meekest um Let's see. Again, uh, though, I love the Seiko character. I did not think I would like the Seiko character when she was first introduced. I like. She's I, really I good. Faith. No, she's like great. she's a really good meek motherfucker. Like, when yeah, she's, she's super irritating, but she's irritating in the best possible way. She is a get little Genki girl. When like when Eiko is just like fucked up in the school bonds, and Seiko's just like, Eiko, you want you want to go shopping? <laughs> they fucking go on their date. Hell yeah. Pico, oh. we should go see a movie. I'm glad you agree without agreeing. <laughs> um, but let's see what, what else. Um, There's a great anecdote in the voice actor's commentary where Michie Tomisawa is like, she, she talks about like, she thought she would uh, either be Aiko or Biko, but they wanted her as Seiko. And she was like, I politely declined the role of Seiko. Thank you. I am not interested. Thank you. Good day. <laughs> Farewell. Damn, and like just her agent kind of like twisted her arm a little bit until she was like, oh, "Okay, fine." And then she's like, "Oh, you know what? I I get it. I I don't get it, but I get it. <laughs> I can be I can be the piss pants girl for for pay, you know." Um, but um, let's see. Oh, after after like in the middle of like Biko's like meltdown, turning like donning the armor. When she just yells at, or actually, no, it's before the fight against the Arshamaya. When, like, she just starts yelling at Aiko about, like, listen, it was one thing when you made me the nightmare fem cell, but now it's your fault that everybody else knows how much I suck. Like, that was just like, <laughs> I used to have friends, she said. Yeah. It's like, bro, that's like kind of on you. Um, I hate to, I hate to break that down for you. Um, also, it's such she, a mature approach to this. Like, why, why bring up the past? Like, also, the, cool. the uh, disco tech subs having like one of the things that she yells at Aiko, being like, "You always get to play the good little girl." That's like, man, the like, this is this is like, you are fucking of just a vile little creature. This is great. This is great. The Perfect. the dub version of that line fucking kills me because it's you always got to play the good girl. Well, I had to be the one everyone called spoiled. <laughs> so good. That that is fantastic. Um, Excellent script adaptation in that part. Yeah. Um, 
But, uh, Emily, do you know what Seiko's like princess garb? Like that has to be a reference to something, but I could not like for the life of me, I could not figure it out. They mentioned it a couple of times in a couple of the um, behind the scenes stuff, like as like, oh, Seiko's princess garb. But it didn't seem like it was in reference to anything. Oh, okay. I, I think they just wanted an, a, a cute little sci-fi princess thing yeah for it, her. it seems like something from the leiji matsumura or yeah, matsumoto sorry leiji matsumoto like over but could be wrong um or you know that could just be one of the other fucking harlock things that i can't see because nobody seeds um sorry um no, it, this is okay. This is where you can talk about your struggles. Uh, I can it, just upload them for you. I have so much hard. Oh, that's true. That's true. You, you do have you do, you 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 do have the plug. Um, you get by with a little when, help from your friends. Yeah. When Aiko fucking screams, "How dare you scar a young girl's face at the like towards uh. the end of the movie?" is fucking incredible. Because like she's like this is just after she's jumped all uh, like on top of those jets up to the spaceship and like all that and like her skirt's been ripped but it's like no the first instance of actual battle damage to this girl and it's just like no i can't like fuck off why are you doing this how how dare you you i will destroy you yeah i also it's it should be said uh as a as a fellow um person who sleeps at any given moment um I really felt when Seiko was like in in her trance, and they were like, "Princess, why have you why have you turned against us?" Like, "Oh, Seiko, they've they've drugged you." They've, she, she just stirs, and she said, "Oh, I cried so much. I fell asleep." <laughs> that love, one always gets so big much. laughs. That's yeah, so good. that's just a great line. Oh, it's, it's a perfect line. It, it killed yeah. the director. It killed the voice actresses during their commentary. Yeah, yeah. So every funny. time I've ever shown friends, they always lose it there. Because, like, it, not only is the line great, it's just, like, it's just the comedic timing of the line read is fucking perfect. Oh, my God. It's really good. Uh, like, it, it is, it is, I think, like, my favorite part about this is it has, like, some of the comic timing and some of the, the, the elements in it. Like, yeah, they, they remind me of other stuff I've seen in other, in other, like, anime and other, you know, the, there are, it is self-referential to the genre, but there's also just, like, kind of like very almost like vaudevillian clat like you know uh, old hollywood or old like you know uh, cartoon um comedy in there that's really funny to see executed so well and so like so consistently like i i always get a kick out of seeing like old techniques like uh, uh used that way it's it's always it's always a uh, fun the the natural flow of the battle once Aiko and Biko hit the city where they're just like attacking each other with the tanks attacking yeah. each other like Aiko gets on question. top of the tank and she just goes Aiko tank fire and the guy does it like the guy's yep. just like I'm doing it I heard the order let's go and then I, immediately she betrays him for his loyalty and just smashes the tank into Biko's face <laughs> when and when it's like Biko like what like maybe we should like chill out there's a, like all this fighting's going on and Biko just doesn't respond it's like no <laughs> Like fuck! Like we are we are fighting. She's too busy me. screaming one of her five hundred attack names. Yeah, <laughs> one of which is just muscle attack, which muscle seems attack. to just be a body slam. Yeah, it's. <laughs> I want that. I wonder how much of that is you know now that I've now that I'm aware of just how many you know wrestling moves exist in. I mean, I wonder how many like that's like New Japan stuff that she's doing. Oh, mm. it could be. It could be. But yeah, um, you know. I noticed she had a uh, like the, the whip is like her, her Jack Obini Ryusei attack or something. And Jung Freud has the same thing in Gunbuster. She has a, same, a move yep. named the same thing. Yep. No, like when I, when I saw that in the first time I watched the Blu-ray, I, I like I had to pause because I could not stop laughing. It was just like, yeah, 
No, this fucking let's I, go. Let's fucking go, baby. We are <laughs> twelve thousand years later. You know, fuck. The, oh man. Oh god. Um. Man, what a what a great that I I I also like that when like you know Biko has like you know the dominatrix reveal and then they have the fight. Like from the point of Seiko like getting on the gyrocopter to probably when Biko finds Seiko, it's about ten straight minutes of just like no, hey, don't please don't think we are just gonna be doing cool like Sakuga, just like fucking like have fun. Like the movie stops caring. It's, it's <laughs> awesome. They start playing the most like Konami ass uh, arcade synth hits when the when the shoot 'em up section start please please that's a joey carbone uh classic <laughs> is that is that the song where they were like uh where where um oh not joey uh, richie calls calls him and it's just like did you know we made this banger <laughs> like this is amazing no no that was um that that's the aco versus bco intro is yeah, that okay one. yeah yeah, I loved I loved how he was listening and he he just like immediately texted Joey and was like, turn like so fast forward to twenty seven minutes into Project Daco. <laughs> well right listen now. to this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, your kids <laughs> you don't like this, but your kids are gonna love it. No, and um, I, I like that there was the, the uh, also one of the guys like, well, yeah, like in your eyes, that's just like, you know, that's like a hit. I remember that. Like uh, <laughs> but like, but this other stuff, wow. Uh. <laughs> Guy's yeah, yeah, he says it, that was great, and he's like, "Yeah, there's this dark theme too. That's fine." It's <laughs> like he really like he said, that was big business. That was big show business. <laughs> yeah. yeah, big perfect, yeah, perfect big people. show business. Big show business, an incredible, baby. <laughs> an incredible phrase. Um, but yeah, but yeah, when what, but yeah, I also like that they refer to Seiko as like the princess. Uh, like they never get more specific. And then in the Aiko, when Aiko yells at him to like shut the fuck up, give me my friend. That's where he breaks it down as specifically the fourth princess of the fifth queen of the Lepton Kingdom of Alpha. And then like she cuts him off. So it's like clearly like, OK, there's there's a lot of proper nouns that we still don't <laughs> know. Um, God, I've never actually seen the sequels, but if they dare explain those nouns, they have missed a point of Project Aiko. I'd be so mad. I, I, I would immediately give up on the sequels as much as I love this this movie. I'd be so mad if they explained those nouns. They like the, I don't well, think they do. No, 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 no. Like the, the no, like Project Aiko two. Let, let me let me make sure. I have, let me go on analyst to make sure I've got the title right. The plot um, of the Daitokuji yeah, family, or something like that. It's the plot of the Daitokuji Financial Group. Ah, uh, uh, the Zaibatsu. So yeah, I know yeah, that word. Yep, yep. Three weeks after the ship has crashed, yep, they're on summer vacation. And then the third is Project Echo Three: Cinderella Rhapsody, which I Ooh. I've seen okay. like a YouTube AMV of it, and uh, Biko just wears a lot of funny different things in that. I almost watched the sequels, but I decided I wanted to be pure for the podcast and not have oh, have my well, anything uh, colored by them. But no, I mean, and you're and you're waiting for Discotech. I'm looking, and the Discotech is already listed as a producer on Project Echo Two. We're, get, we're getting it. Well, during the um, the initial, hey, we're going to Domesday uh, duplicator Astro res this, they were like, and we're just going to put all the other sequels on this disc because yeah. we have their license too. And then when they found the real film, they're like, okay, so we're not doing that, but we still have the license. 
<laughs> so I'm also, hoping at some point we get nice, fancy, like maybe not like pristine 35 millimeter film reel, but, you know, nice, nicer looking versions. Of those. Also, the, the fourth one I'm going to put I'm going to put it in our, our chat here. Um, the for, the Project Echo 4 final. Um, it at least part of it takes place in Iraq. And also the cover Whoa. on Annalis just has a uh, Biko holding up an assault rifle and having the Rambo headband. So let's go. Let's I'm there. Fucking yeah. go. Finally, a a good critique of the disastrous uh, American Iraq War. Um, th- from you. our friends. From our, I know from the friends. final sequel is like a, an AU where they're like in space and they're bounty hunters and Seiko is just some annoying baby they have to babysit. Society. <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh yeah, because like there's Project A, like I think, yeah. oh yeah, Project Echo Uncivil Wars. Yep. Okay. Like wow. Gray side, blue side, or some horrible shit. Yeah. It's yep. one of the ones that has like four different titles already, and then also like a different U.S. title. No, I <laughs> live, laugh, love, baby. Um, four hundred and eighty-two people on any list have seen it, so that's how you know. That's how you know it's that good shit. But well, that's here. Is that is that high or low for any that, list? Uh, that's low. Um, okay. Or you know, depending time and place, I would say that's low for something from the nineties. Um, okay. But um, God, sorry the the cover uh, having Aiko cover up like half of the woman, like this other woman's chest on the DVD cover, just really great. <laughs> just really <laughs> the. <laughs> The pull quote on this DVD cover just being Project Echo is A OK. Um, oh, that's great. Come on, Tico. Oh. Tico, you like that. Come on. <laughs> oh, I do. I like it too much. Yeah. It's TKO'd me. Um, well, any. Uh... They do make a robot Echo in the sequels. And that, and they like. So that one of the one of the, like they they have got the um, classic '80s gag of when Aiko gets really flustered, her like you know shirt drops, and you can see the bra strap. And when she sees the robot, because I remember this because it was in the AMV, um, you know, when she sees the robot, her entire outfit just gives up, which <laughs> I think, you know, so they might be good. They might be good. Um, I'm, I'm they they don't hope. have the same director, um, no, but no, they no. The, but Yuji Moriyama, the character designer and animation director, he takes over for them. Yeah. Oh, I mean, how much could a director really add to a film? I'm wondering uh, if the panty shots will be consistent since it won't have Nishijima. <laughs> I wonder how he, much if, that, if that's part of Aiko's initial appeal or if or if that's just the director's touch. You know, it's it's like um, you know, Spice and Wolf. Uh, speaking of things they're bringing back, Spice and Wolf, baby, where like the very first scene, you know, they have to they have to front load the titty, and then it's all chased from there. I imagine Aiko follows a similar trajectory. Have we sure. not talked about Biko just chilling in the world's largest like indoor like hot springs, uh, and just like fully tit out, very heterosexually Seiko. cupping her breast, talking about how adorable she finds Seiko in every possible way. Yeah. As the footage cuts to the most ugliest faces this child could make <laughs> crying. <laughs> it is it is like remarkable because like I think the you know the, the there's like okay, yeah, we're doing like we're doing the you know the, the this child look is supposed to be 17 thing or whatever, but it doesn't like 
bother me because Seiko is just so oh, no, unappealing I, sexually. No, no, like I'm, she's just I, like I'm not. To, to be fair, when I said that, I meant like more like she is emotion. Like she like they, oh yeah, she did no. not get socialized <laughs> at all. She is like a fucking five year old when it comes to interacting with other people. It's great. yeah, it's it's hilarious. It's just like it's like this like sophisticated like um you know like bourgeois princess being like I find this. Seiko very uh very alluring and it's just like a five-year-old it's very very funny it's like none of us know you're like god she's uh Seiko it's great the fucking like the mic peaking at multiple points when it's like it's not even Seiko supposed to be screaming it's just like her talking normally oh uh, it's the voice actresses were talking about like you know oh they should bring Aiko back or like maybe we should like redub it or something and Michie mm-hmm. Tomizawa was like my voice cannot crack like it used to when I did Seiko sorry pass yeah. like Seiko has been uh, smoking menthols that's the new that's her lore now um, but um, God what what else um, B- Biko has wrist rocket a lot a lot of this a lot of my notes I'm realizing are just Biko did funny thing um, can we talk no. about how good it was during the flashback when she's all you know a terrible ugly little child and she's literally just bullying Seiko just putting frogs down the back of her shirt and pushing when, her down yeah what, like after like she because she tr- like when it's just her and Seiko it's like oh we were together and doing all those wonderful things and then as soon as Aiko shows up I was like no, you were just a like the fucking worst creature. It's um, literally just being like the oh, you know what boys pick on the girl they like, but it's yeah. it's fucking Biko. Biko. <laughs> no, when when in right before Biko realizes that like, oh, I went to kindergarten with like these two, uh when she is just watching the footage, when it's Aiko on the screen, she looks very mad, and then when it's just like a shot of Seiko looking back, like she puts her like hands under she her leans face. forward yeah and it's, it's like so good <laughs> it's so fucking good oh man um speaking of that scene thank god for the pristine 35 millimeter film transfer because i i believe in the previous cuts you couldn't see how many shots just had hard nipples before but now you yeah. can see all the hard nipples through all the clothing the lovingly just- lovingly rendered you it's, just love to see the craft uh, taken serious, like yeah. given given the due it's it's deserves. Like this was lost to time. This is like the Library of Alexandria, except we we found this one. I mean, listen, we're gonna we'll we'll watch. You know, well, you know, we'll, Trevor, we'll we'll enter our adults only Patreon series, right? So, God, that would sell so many subs. <laughs> um, <laughs> not from us. I don't think we're the people that you know. Are you like, I, I, there? People are out there that would love to hear me respond in flustered tones to hentai or something. Actually, I guess yeah. Like you know, how we have what if we got a dad to watch porn? Yeah. So when are we the, doing? Call me tonight. Let's go. I think like literally, what if we got a dad to watch porn is like the entire McElroy uh, hegemony at this point. I don't. I don't like <laughs> to think about them as sexual. No, creatures. neither do I. But I listen, that's, gotta gotta give the devil their due. Um, any anything we missed? Anything? Either of you wanted to to bring up, I will say I um oh, I had a question. So yeah. when the planes um the jets sort of uh configured to try and shoot down the enemy menace, right? It, once they realize the alien ship is coming, once they realize the armadas uh, there, um they they do fire missiles and they do swirl around a lot. That doesn't count as a circus, right? I. 
Like this is like Macross has been out for a minute at this point. So like, okay. I feel like it is impossible. Like after 1982, every missile that is shot is somewhere informed by Macross and thus Atano. But it is not a true a true circus in my mind. Uh, Thank you. Mostly because a key part of the but uh, I will I will keep it quiet. But I would I would imagine is that some of those guys are probably just like or Emily. Did they talk about that in any of the commentary at all? They do actually. Nice, Moriyama nice. says during those scenes like we had a bunch of guys who had been on do you remember love and they were like can we just do some more of that i'm not done drawing missiles yet and we just we just let them run wild they just wanted to do it more and harder as as they as as somebody as both of you have been subjected to my 15 minute autono circle like fucking film it's yeah it's so fucking cool man it's and so they of cool. course mentioned the um the, the pepsi can or whatever it is in in lieu of the macross budweiser can <laughs> oh i hadn't put that together fuck oh macross is so cool um let's see um atano i wish you hadn't directed angel cop buddy i really i really wish you hadn't have done that um is angel cop that bad uh does angel cop say the 14 words um, oh okay see you know the funny thing about it literally talking... is about killing communists <laughs> so there's 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 two angel noun uh uh-huh. movies you talk about a lot uh angel's egg. Said it's angel cop and angel's egg yeah and i thought angel's egg was the fascist one no i mean listen angel's egg's really open to interpretation that's one of that's one of the best parts of it if you view that i'll be as a, <laughs> like a commentary on fascism i'll be sad but you know um, you'll 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 understand the validity of it yeah. i like when emily's on the podcast because i can trick you into talking about stuff you won't talk about usually like i don't think you would have answered my <laughs> I said, question i said gunbuster out loud so like we're already yeah, you've said it multiple times you've yeah. also said macross and and i think we talked we i, brought, I don't we know if it was on here. air we, we talked, talked about, about gundam Pre-Cure. yeah no, no i yeah. don't think we did yeah uh much much like in my online presence i do try to limit the amount of time i you know risk talking about you know mecca on here but aco is special enough uh to get around that um but man the circus i i the i will say i i do like recognizing that like oh man you are doing you know the circus and like these macross moments that actual sequence though is not is easily my like least favorite part of the movie. Like it yeah, I always kind of mentally me. check out during that. No, like what I was saying is like, oh yeah, like just have fun here. It's like cool. I'm like when Aiko lands on the pilot and you like just see him his face, like haha, funny moment. But like that that and Biko's line. But that is like the moment where it's like, all right, cool. I'm gonna I'm gonna center myself for when they get on the ship. I'm gonna go get a That's drink fair. and wait for the funny girls to yeah. come back on screen. But um, but yeah, like the. The first, the, like, honestly, like, especially in recent months is my, like, I've had, like, a lot of struggle focusing in general, um, which obviously we're going to get into our, you know, ADHD discourse. But um, I, God it bless. was, like, honestly really refreshing of just how the first 40 minutes on, like, at probably, like, my fifth, third watch of the Blu-ray um, is just, like, nope, I'm still, like, wrapped attention. This is all fucking incredible as biko the crushes the pencil as she's making designs and then the camera pulls out and you see all of the crumpled up designs that she's thrown out to that point (laughs) it's great it's great and she's still up early enough to have ants crawling all over her as she waits she doesn't sleep she's like she's yeah 
I also think it's speaking of like checking out the at the moment where like the the jets kind of uh, form and and start attacking. There is like I think one of the charming elements about Echo is that there's this like really sort of dry, serious military anime going on in the background that is never commented upon. And that's sort of where like, you know, it's necessary for the bit, but it, 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 it finally crosses paths with our main story. And it's just like, Oh, now this is getting the center stage. Like this is the boring part. Yeah. Um, I do think it's neat that that, like you get like the, the obligatory scenes of like the general saying, ah, I thought this might happen. And like the, the, his second in command being like, what do you mean general? Like, I love that we get those scenes, but they are not focused on at all. And so I think, yeah, that might be part of the the reason why that that scene, the scenes leading up to them being on the ship are sort of like feel a little bit out of uh, out of whack. Yeah. Or so thank, thank you for reminding me, though. Emily, did they talk of, uh, about why D's like code name is like nine letters in a row or whatever? No, they didn't mention oh. anything about D other than D is funny. Just inherently. D, D is funny. And no, Akeda, I'm sure Akeda was a pleasure to work with as, you know, he he, had, he was not in double Zeta. Um, but man, man, this movie rules. <laughs> it's so movie. good. What? Yeah. What? Emily, what is what is just your your favorite moment? I, I got to give it to um the the battle in the city. Aiko riding on top of the tank, commanding tank. the tank to fire yeah. at at Aiko yeah. and no, then that. immediately betraying him for his loyalty. That's that's probably my favorite <laughs> gag in the whole thing. Yeah, it's it, it, it reveals her deep seated sociopathy. You know, it's really um, it's what you make your YouTube videos on these days. No, I think that. I think I I don't know. I still think my favorite moment is when Biko reveals the dominatrix gear, and you get that continuity. Like you get the girls like making fun of her, right? I think that is still that's still my favorite. Trevor, what mm. is? Do, mm. you have, do you have a favorite moment? Um, I think like you know, in my heart of hearts, it's I cried too much and fell asleep. But I'm gonna come up with a different one because I already talked about that. Um, hey man, you can use, think, you can use whatever you want. Yeah, I use you know, mine. I mean, so you yeah, can use yours. Okay, that is mine then. That's it. It's it's delivered perfectly. Um, it's the funniest. It like I I laughed out loud. Um, and like I was just watching it on headphones in another room. So I think like I typically try not to laugh too loud so my family doesn't hear me going ha 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 like while watching just something on my headphones. Um, but I did laugh out loud at that. It was uh perfect. Yeah. Um. No, um, I do. I do. I have to rank this now. Ah, uh, well, let's see. Do like yeah, I'm just trying to think if there's anything else. Just looking over. Um, oh no, did so. D is missing, or did they? I think they they probably would have talked about this. And um, did they talk about the dental issues uh, in the in the movie or in the commentary? No, I don't think so. So, um. Our main, and this actually might just be like America, like American gossip of like the movie is that um, like apparently the Nishijima, one of the things I've, I know about it's Eiko. Uh, oh, is that, oh, I know what you're talking about. Is that apparently the reason Nishijima, the director took the project is because he needed to pay for some dental teeth and he needed, you know, to fund it. And that's why D doesn't have any movies or doesn't have any teeth in the movie. Oh, okay. So in the Aiko secret file, um, yes. the like the the promotional video they use to like have a bunch of behind the scenes stuff in Japan and like you know promote the film to to potential people who would be interested in it. Um, it's a very silly like tongue in cheek kind of behind the scenes thing. Mm -hmm. Like all the all the 
cast and crew are being like you know intentionally silly and funny um uh nishijima he he is missing like some of his front teeth or something but mm-hmm. like while he's saying like yeah i, I picked Aiko because uh i wanted to make a lot of money so i could get some teeth he's like doing the like anime thing of like picking his nose with his pinky uh, finger okay. and yes, like looking yes. like a dumbass like no, i just wanted some uh, some teeth i need some teeth like it's clearly like no he's not doing okay, that for so real you're silly okay. yes thank you thank you See, we are we are demystifying all the all the fucking lies people made up on forums. Take um, that, the early two thousands. Yeah. Um, let's see. Um, I think that's that's basically all I have in my notes uh, because uh, I can't I can't really remember why I wrote uh, Sakuga five times in a row. Um, I, I mean, I'm pretty sure it was the Yamanashi. Fi- yeah, actually, yeah, we didn't really talk about like Eiko's physically the world's like she is son goku level like she's one she one shots everything she fights it's incredible in the like uh gallery of like the character stuff i think like they they have all these funny labels like you know like biko uh legs like perfectly made for trampling those beneath her brushes her hair 1000 times a day like that kind of thing and in echoes she talks about like her her super like arm braces that that lock in her true power or something Uh, really funny that's great um but yeah i'm trying to if there's anything else we want to we want to talk about on the movie directly i i i'll just say like if anyone is like you know listening to this and not um you know you're you're kind of approaching anime from an outside perspective like or you're not familiar with it or whatever. Um, I would not uh, hesitate to watch this just because it's like older or you're just like, you're not sure about like watching just like a standalone movie. It's excellent. It's like, it's, it's legitimately like a, an ultra enjoyable film. Like I, I can't recommend it enough. We're talking so much about like the nitty gritty, like, Oh, this person did this. And this is a reference to that. Like you don't need any of that. It is the most brainless no. hour and a half you could ever spend, it, and you will really, have a fun time. It is. It is very much like, ah, uh, like the mean girls are like trying to bully Seiko, and like, what if we had funny moments around that? Yeah, like everything, everything is reasonable, and the you like the dub, right? It is, you know. Yeah, the yeah, the dub's funny. Yeah, like yeah. It, it's it's definitely shown its age. Like it's not great, um, but I like it. Yeah, it's charming so. enough. I give it a pass. There Solid B minus. Emily, will you give me uh, will you give me your blessing to watch the initial D dub instead of the sub? I, I cannot speak to initial D. Oh, I, 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 I need someone neutral to neutral on this one. I need someone to give me their blessing because I, I think I, the initial, like, I think I think the problem with the initial D dub is that it's Funimation. Um, so that we can't, was that oh. was that the one that had like the tricked out dub with all the like Tokyo Pop guys soundtrack and shit. I, think so because uh, actually no like the original distribu- uh, like i i remember holding an initial d like dvd with the tokyo pop logo on it i think i think now it's funimation though which i guess like is mm. just crunchier roll at this point but yeah um i don't but anyway trevor just whatever at, th- at this point whatever i just i needed i needed a dub expert to give me give me their blessing because honestly it's going i, I can't i can't do it as much Cons- anymore considering I, that i remember us playing PUBG when PUBG was a thing we would play and you talking about starting to watch initial d um, well i've watched it a bit already like uh, i just i i prefer watching the 
dub over the sub, which is just like a weird feeling. Listen, that, um, that happens sometimes. It um, happens sometimes. Yeah, remember when PUBG was a thing? God. I, I barely do. Um, yeah, I, I in fairness, I did not start watching it until much later, but then I did start, and I've enjoyed it so far. Yeah. Um, anyway. Um, yeah, but anyway, I, let's, let's, uh, or I guess, like, last thing is, uh, again, uh, the, the, the final reference, the, to, to go back into reference humor, uh, I do like that they make Harlock a drunk when his whole thing is that, like, nah, man, I can't drink because I'm too busy being the fucking coolest man alive. Um, <laughs> but anyway, uh, it's basically space, uh, you know, Project Echo is basically space balls. I think we can all agree on that, right? Yeah, 100%. Yeah, anime space balls for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. Yep. Uh, but um, anyway, so Trevor, uh, <laughs> movie rankings. We've only done three movies, so this will be easy. The greatest movie of all time, according to you, is The Night is Short, Walk on Girl. The most average movie of all time is Vampire Hunter D. And the worst piece of shit movie of all time is Rouge and Z. Where does Project Echo uh, uh-huh. list? <laughs> See, this was going to be easier until I remembered that the top movie was The Night is Young, Walk on Girl. Um, I mean, which the, is night is like, sh- the Night is Short. The Night is Short, well, sorry. I'm, the night I'm is short looking at my, my novel right now. Um, which oh. I think I think they actually, like, that is out of print now. Let me go and write stuff. But anyway, you you go you go rank. Oh, gosh, that's hard. Um, uh, okay, it I is. Think it I think I have to put. Write stuff still sells it. You're fine. Okay. Um, I think I have to put Echo 2. Because honestly, The Night is Long Walk on Girl is like maybe like one of my like favorite movie movies. And Echo kind of we've, like. We've turned you into the Yuasa guy. Like that is the phase of anime fan you're at right now. And it's certainly not the worst. Um, we'll, we'll see where you end up at. But. <laughs> Now, just making me it, it is it is it is really hard to say that Echo's second though because it really was like just is it a, not thematically like, fitting with Biko's plight to not be number one it is it is it is and I don't think Echo would care and if Seiko's with Echo, I mean she doesn't there, care there we go yeah. Um, no, but I, I, I yeah, we it. haven't really I, talked about like Echo just actively like hating being at school and ma- having to like when she's carrying all the desks just in one hand and then dropping them the moment she hears Seiko scream, that's that's great. Also, yeah, there's the the rapid escalation from Biko being like, ah, I will I will make Biko like me by you know having my friends pretend bully her and saving the day to just like, I need you all to the perfect movie, perfect movie. It really is like that. I mean, that's the thing, like. I would say like both of those, both of the top two films that we have here are to me like just perfectly done. Like there's not a wasted moment in either. Yeah. Um, like even the stuff that like, you know, we said is like a little, little drier, doesn't hit as hard. Like it needs to be there for everything else to hit the way it does. Like it's just, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's amazing. But, um, and all right. So again. Night of Short Walk on Girl, best movie of all time. Probably still pretty good. Vampire mm-hmm. Under D is a below average movie. Rujin Z is still fucking absolute dog shit from a gutter. And now uh, you get to Emily, if you want to uh, chime in with these, because I, I, I actually, yeah, you've definitely seen all three of these. Since we are continuing to do shorter one off episodes, uh, you've got three choices, Trevor. You've got Vampire Hunter D Bloodlust, uh, since, you mm-hmm. know, we've seen excellent, Vampire Hunter excellent. D. We have Cyber City uh, 08, 08, 08, which is, you know, cyberpunk. 
I, I would say this is, might actually be in uh, ascending like levels of hyper violence because we are just going to kind of watch something dumb um, and fun. Uh, so Cyber City 808808. And then we've got Geno Cyber, Cyber Monster from Imaginary World. I forgot that I'd put this on the list before talking yes. about it multiple times in this episode. Yes. Let's go. <laughs> Um, you, we can't, I, you know, if you want to also watch the British dub where every third word is fuck Trevor, that's fine. Um, I would support that. that <laughs> it's important it, that you do that for cyber city. Yeah. Oh, actually. Yeah. No, the cyber city dubs also, these are, but if you want, if you want some historically important dubs, I'd say both of these are actually, um, I'm sure vampire hunter D has a dub because I remember it that. does. Like, it's actually, it was, um, produced in English first. It was dubbed in Japanese much later. Oh, oh. I did not know that. Um, okay. Uh, like showings I'm, in Japan were the English dub subtitled. That's cool. Every, Vampire Hunter D is a... Listen, we were, we were talking shit about light novels, but, you know, Vampire Hunter D, that, that's, uh, you know, I support it. Um, when were we talking shit about light novels? Well, when, like, the Isekai stuff. Um, oh, you're right. You're right. Okay. But, no, um, no, you're, right. you're absolutely right. But, um, no, um because I feel like half the commentary we've had on shows that were light novels is we don't know much about light novels. I wonder <laughs> this is like but, what um, happens in light novels. Um, oh god, that's a hard that's a hard choice. Um, so Emily, yeah, like, do you, have do you any, want do you have want any like advice? Yeah, I'm, I'm like you. Go ahead. Uh, I really like Vampire Hunter D Blood Lost a whole hell of a lot. It's a fantastic movie, but um, holy shit, Cypher City 80808 is so fucking good and so fucking funny. And we get to we get to keep the disco tech train rolling. Um, but yeah, uh, okay. And and, go- and and we were talking about uh, Kawajiri on this episode, so um, right. You All win right, either way. It's it's, it's either true. Kawajiri. Yeah, he did he did direct Bloodlust also. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I love all three of these choices. This is amazing. Um, all right, I'm gonna go Cyber City. Really, oh, Cyber City. Okay. Yeah, I think so. But but go ahead. What were you gonna say? I said I just really like the Kawajiri directed the original Broody the Mighty. <laughs> uh, great OVA right there. Great classics I, of I, game. I, Trevor, are you familiar with Birdie the Mighty at all? I am familiar with the name. I am not familiar with the with the. Well, it's obviously the it, most important work of uh, gender nonconforming media um, ever. It's really important to look at it through that lens. Okay, but um, she she, ki- she kills a high schooler, and then to keep him alive, he gets merged into her body. It's f- it's great. It's great. Oh, uh, what cool. if Ultraman so sort of like was a-, a girl and also wasn't five hundred feet tall? <laughs> well that just seems that's just sexist um uh yeah, yeah, um make I mean, ultra make this other ultraman isn't that netflix tall. ultraman what if he wasn't 500 feet tall or whatever i mean that's also true yes that that's yeah. just what if ultraman was iron man so it's very sleepy and i hate yeah. it god yeah oh also cow also sorry i've just i'm i remember kawajiri because i remember i was going to bring up kawaji working on the animatrix which you watched recently emily but hell he yes he was also the screenwriter for wind named amnesia yeah oh no <laughs> so we're continuing oh, i mean man. listen there's a two wow. out of three there's a two out of three chance of you watching uh you know kawajiri so that was going to come up anyway but uh, i thought i thought i was for sure in on on geno cyber but i have to say emily's emily's uh, recommendation turned me to cyber city so well, yeah, I, i'm hey I'm we're, ha- we're having we're having our, our our tech era right you know in the yeah but 
I'm happy having... to have that cultural exchange. Just please. Yeah. Actually, yeah, I feel like the most fitting one of these is like, you know, the, the Emily brand. If, you know, from if people ever want to look at your 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 pinned tweet, uh, your your updated, you know, re- real real spacers will, of course, r- remember when you had to update the pinned tweet to include Precure. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't remember what got kicked out for Precure, but I don't remember either at this point. Do you remember what your life was like before you just started watching 10 episodes of Precure a day sometimes? No, it was the worst life. I don't want to go back. <laughs> don't, I, don't make her remember that life. Chris. That's not nice. I, as, I, as I am completely. The, like, as one of the three people that follow her that appreciate the amount of Precure posting she does. You know, listen, <laughs> I can I, I can see the numbers she gets. as like, all right, here's. Here's funny robot show when he retweets. Here's an entire season of Precure. Two likes. I'm one of them. I hope I hope you understand that I'm one of the other people who appreciate it. Now you are. Now, well, uh, no, I love Precure from how much uh, I've I've seen Tilly watch it. She she loved it. So that's true. I'm I'm there. I I liked it too. So um, the two extremes of my brand are shows for literal four-year-old little girls and hyper gory OVA shit from the 80s no one's ever heard of. Till he'll get there, the hyper gory stuff, I think. I don't yeah. know if Oscar will. He's it, a little listen, he's a little more timid. You, you have to have a very important, you know, it's a part of growing up. You have to, you know, sit your child down and tell them about going to guy. Um. <laughs> Parents, have you told your children about going to guy? It's 11 o'clock. Do your children know where Gonagai is? I mean, probably doing another weird masturbation metaphor demon thing. Uh, Yeah, no, that seems about right. He's God's greatest pervert. Um, Mm -hmm. We we could not have robots without him. Uh, Anyway, sorry. Uh, For each Mazinger Z, a Hanabe bazooka. (laughs) If you know what those words mean, you may be entitled for compensation. (laughs) Truly. Um, the mesothelioma of the brain. Um, Emily, where can people find your stuff? Uh, I am on Twitter at Space Queen Emily, and that's basically all I do. Is is in my free time, I like to tweet about anime a whole heck of a lot. There, Very there, nice. There we go. Trevor, is there anything? Is there anything you need to shill? Uh, I guess the book, just go ahead and buy the book. I've been told by my publisher that we have, um, more copies now. There so, we go. uh, you know, I also Third had the experience of, I, I don't know, maybe it's, it's like the, the sales are, the, uh, I will, I will paraphrase my agent and saying like, you know, in, in the nice way of making sure I wasn't worried saying I, they aren't like best sell. You're not going to get on the New York times bestseller list, but they're very good. So I'm selling very well so That's far. Nice. Yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah, and I had the experience of a friend saying, I didn't know you wrote a book uh, just recently, so I haven't been shilling that hard enough. So it's called Story Mode. Um, and if you're a fan, if you think if you think Piss doesn't get uh, a, a strong enough shake on this show, um, they are thanked in it. So I, I, can... I did. I like that. you. I, I, I vaguely remember you like saying, like, oh, is it OK if I like, you know, shout you out in my book? And I was like, sure. And then actually seeing it there, I was like, ha, funny. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's in it's in a writing. Um, yeah, it is. And at the beginning. So if that's the part people are going to read, then. Um, should we yeah. watch Mid- em- Sorry to cut you off there. Emily, Please. should we watch Midnight Eye Goku? Is that a thing we should do? 
I have not seen that in years, but I remember it being a masterpiece in Kino misogyny OVA yeah, media. It, it's <sighs> it gets it like now that like listen, we've watched Arya, we've watched Kyosugiga, we've proven, you know, we'll watch Yuru Camp at some point. Um, but we've proven that um like Trevor respects women, so it's time to just yep. undo all that work. Yeah, okay. All right. Um but Yeah, I'm there for that. If you want to do that after Cyber City. No, uh, uh, it's on the list, it, you know. Okay, we'll put Was it on the list. Was that a Kawajiri yeah. one, the Gokuma that I? No, yeah, actually, yeah, 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 yeah. Kawajiri did that. Kawajiri um, doing uh, Buichi Terasawa is like that's a match made in heaven, right there. Yeah. That is, no one respects women less. Let's fucking go. <laughs> but you, but you know, you know, Kawajiri worked on the second Card Captor Sakura movie, right? That's all. That's like the thing that always makes me laugh because it's. I think it's the thing he either did before or after Bloodlust. <laughs> that's um, so wild. Yeah. Uh, I mean, listen, you know, men contain multitudes. Um, <laughs> that's so true. But so true. I think. I think you will. Also, Trevor, you'll, you'll just appreciate that uh, one of the main characters in Cyber City just has the same hair as the main as Sophia from When Named Amnesia. So. Yes, yes, I can. What's so like terrible is that I forget, like you know, can like forget my grandfather's voice or like important things about my life. I will, I I can't forget Sophia's hair from or uh, I'm sorry, I probably got her name wrong, but I can't remember her hair. Yeah, I can't forget Sophia. her hair. Okay, I can't forget Sophia's love, hair from when you love Indonesia. white hair anime bitches. That's you, Trevor. That's how you live it, your life. Yeah, listen, look. Uh, we, you we, like you also. Know, know thyself. Anime, That's what people say. Like, that, like, Emily, like, this is less a genre of guy on Twitter. Um, right? Like, this, you know. And and yeah. yet the Sashomaru was cut off earlier. Like, That's come true. On. That's true. Inu, yeah, problematic. Um <laughs> but we'll get we'll we'll fix you um but <laughs> that's that's the that's the whole that's the mission of this podcast yeah, uh fix me but yes emily uh thank thank you for coming on you're welcome yes back. thank you this was a treat um, i fucking love aiko i'm glad to be yeah. here when for if you know when discotech releases the sequels or when we when we find uh the fabled max misogyny anime um <laughs> which you know, might be which I, I th- it's probably Crying Freeman, which uh, we won't actually. Have you seen Crying Freeman before? I have not. Okay, that that's a that's a Kazuo Koiki manga. Uh, Alex, tr- sorry, fr- fr- uh, Trevor, our friend Alex Deegan. Uh, oh, he. Oh, I've had some fun conversations about Koiki. Man, Sanctuary is one of like the best looking manga I've ever read. And they light a woman pussy on fire. Like he hates oh. women so much, dude. He hates women so much. Oh my god! Also, I know I mentioned sanctuary. Hanabe Bazooka earlier, yeah. but that's going to guy and Kazuo Koike. Yep. So it's yep. double crazy. <laughs> yeah. Oh god. Yeah, you're right. Learning um, that Koike was on that really just fucking blew my lid off. I did not believe it. That was one yeah. of those like no the the US DVD cover is lying to me. That's not real. No. Yes. <laughs> you got that wrong. <laughs> yeah. Also, sorry, I I I miss I know for for all the sanctuary heads out there, I know that that is not a Koike. I know, but I was thinking of crying it is crying freeman where the woman unless I'm, you know, getting this wrong and who could ever, but uh it is crying freeman where the woman's pussy is lit on fire. God. Um, but um, the only review for Crying Freeman on Annie List is titled uh, Kazuo Koke wrote the greatest manga of all time. Why did he write this garbage 10 years later? Oh, so. wow. Mwah. 
Brutal. Um, man. I mean, anyway. So on, on that on that note, uh, on that note. before we go into Hanabe Bazooka, which we should probably just watch that, right? Um, <laughs> yeah. That's so. that's like again, that is straight up hentai, uh, but it's got it's got soul. You uh, could do worse. You you it's could watch Delinquent and Drag. Yeah, that that there's a very careful needle we'd have to thread on that one. Um, but uh, Emily, when we when we when we cover you're under arrest or reader die, actually, we honestly probably should cover reader die um, at some point um, when we when we do our early two thousands uh, series. Um, we're getting there. We've, we've we've covered we've covered prior to the early two thousands, and we've covered after the early two thousands. Yeah, I think yeah. Oh, Aria starts in two thousand five. That count. That counts. Oh yeah, that, that no, counts. that does count. That that totally. Actually, counts. yeah. So while we're while we're here, uh, Emily, who's your favorite Aria character? Oh, yeah, that's There's a hard only question. One correct answer in terms of uh, piss. So I'm only like correctly. six or seven episodes, no, and I just met Athena, and I like her quite a bit. Yeah. Because, like, here's the thing, like, Emily, like, Trevor, you kind of, like, need to respect me and, like, you value me. Emily does not need me. She can make fun of me. That's, that. so, like, she she knows I want her to say Alice, and that's why she won't. Um, <laughs> I I have, like, I'm, you know, I'm I'm basically just about to be put out to pasture. I need to keep as many people who tolerate me around as possible. Yeah, so, so. anyway, uh, our, my YouTube channel that uh, I run with Emily and Jeremiah, Jeremiah's gonna start Black Lagoon any fucking day now. Um, he won't he'll, He won't have started it by the time this podcast goes live, I'm sure. Never. Um, we have to bully him more. Our our group chat, yeah, so tr- yeah, Trevor, it's very, yeah, now that we're entering our max massage, that's how, that's how we'll transition from the max misogyny to early 2000s arc is Black Lagoon. But uh, our group chat <laughs> yes. uh, icon is just Revy. Um, so God. I didn't realize you had a YouTube channel. I don't. I don't. I oh. don't. Oh, oh, that, well. was, that was a joke about replacing you. Oh, oh, well, I liked it, though. Um, <laughs> and on that this replacement note, that sounds great. <laughs> on that note that we won't um, explore, uh, watch, read or die. And we'll, we'll see everyone next time. Thanks, Emily. No problem. Oh, yeah, th- thank you again. further please consider going to patreon.com slash no cartridge or for a one-time donation paypal.me slash higelon it's really really helpful for all of us to be able to support uh the many people who make the show uh you know myself included but also our producers and various co-hosts um and and writers and artists thank you so much for listening please remember to like subscribe share any of those things that would let other people get the quality video game analysis that you've grown accustomed to.